<laughs> what? <laughs> um, okay, well, hello, 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 and welcome to another fantastic episode of Anarchy Among Friends Roundtable Discussion. This is episode 57? 57. 57, which I, I think I titled a, a Red Flag This Podcast. Um, so yeah, but before we get started, that reminds you that we are covered by the BIPCOT No Government License. Which allows for the reuse and distribution of podcasts by anyone and everyone except for governments and the bludgies thereof. You can learn more about that at bipcot.org. That is B-I-P-C-O-T dot O-R-G. We are one woman down, but uh, we're still going strong. What are you guys laughing at? Mostly the, the fact that we went from offline and then like getting ready to go. And then it took you so long. To hit the <laughs> you know, we're just like sitting there like, oh. <laughs> Well, oh, I, I, have to, I have to. Well, when I, when I hit when I hit the start broadcast <laughs> button, there's like a delay before it actually starts. <laughs> so it's like I don't. Sometimes it's I don't know if it's my computer that's slow or or what, but it's like sometimes it's like only a second or two, and then sometimes it's like five or six seconds. <laughs> so I'm sorry that I messed up your intro. <laughs> oh no, it's fine. <laughs> I don't mind looking like a fool. Thank you. Uh... <laughs> Where is it? Where well, is it? once again, we're just a very professional podcast. We are the most <laughs> look, look. This is what we're working with. All right, yeah, we're 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 screwed. <laughs> this is this is this is a face for radio. <laughs> there it is, dude. <laughs> Starting early. <laughs> this is what we're working with. The podcast you're about to hear. <laughs> some some of the names have been changed. No goo boots were harmed in the making of this podcast. <laughs> Speaking of changing names, I am required because my mother is watching to go, hey, mom. Really? Yeah, that's what my mom, yeah. I, I promised my mom I'd say hey. The most professional podcast. He's drinking, I'm drinking, you're drinking. I got sparkling water. Ooh, fancy. This one's for you, mom. <laughs> <laughs> and Lindsay showed us her boobs earlier. Mom, just so you know. That, that's not going to surprise my mom at all, actually. No, no, <laughs> I grew up in her household, and she's also a nudist, so it's okay. <laughs> I will reserve my comment. <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, we are coming to you now from our brand new office. So we finally Woo! have, finally okay. have a, a studio in the works. It's not quite done yet, but it is getting there so we already got at least a little bit of a background and everything going on so guns and guns and guns that's what's a better background lots of guns (laughs) and and a human and a skull so (laughs) oh yeah there is there is a human skull back there too oh yeah i totally forgot about him nice Hmm. what was his name uh that's bob it's bob yeah on his desk at work i don't know where reginald went but that one's bob Drinking whiskey from a fucking human skull. Some real man shit. Trying to buy some. I've you know, I've actually been looking for one. Um, they run fifteen, sixteen hundred dollars, somewhere right in there. The problem is I need to find some sort of a silversmith to seal the inside. Okay. Um, but that is that is definitely a thing that I'm going to have. <laughs> yeah. uh, in fact, a skull <laughs> goblet, a real human skull goblet. Mm-hmm. And uh, you had better friggin' believe I'm definitely going to drink like mead out of that thing. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah but you only get at work. Some bucket you list shit. But you don't you don't get a full a full punch on your man card 
unless you harvest the skull yourself. If it's bought off the internet, it's a dimpled Chad. Yeah, it's true. I mean, you've got a point, but no, you're not allowed to go harvest that yourself. I, that's like that's like building a cabin, but using a chainsaw instead of just instead of an axe. No head hunting for a coffee mug. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm pretty sure Interpol might oh have. Just... I have just <laughs> what we do with uh, Joe Blow. The blow, the, the Joe blow, and Blow, Joe and Blow. We 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 go ahead and serve that in <laughs> in <a> actual head. <laughs> yeah. It's you wanted head I'd, with coffee. Here you go. I'd like I'd like Evelyn de Rothschild's fucking skull as a coffee mug. Coffee but... mug. <laughs> it's a lot of coffee inside a human head. Actually, I could I could yeah, go with a Soros shaped one. Nice. <laughs> That'd be nice. You might have to fight Alex Jones for that. <laughs> I'll just I'll just throw frogs at him. Yes, they throw gay frogs at him. <laughs> Ask him if he wants frog legs for dinner and turn him gay. <laughs> then I'll be like, oh. I'm not fight you anymore. <laughs> I'll start talking. I'll just start talking about the NWO, and then he'll get all distracted, and then I'll just like start hit him with flipping a, out. I'll hit him with a chair. Yep. <laughs> just don't bring up like uh, late term abortions. Yeah. Dude will fucking go next level on you. Uh, <laughs> I'll poke no. him in the third eye. <laughs> the fact, I, I gotta say, and I don't know if anybody else is with me on this, but I gotta say, I am really disappointed that Alex Jones has yet to be part of WrestleMania. Yeah, right. I love this. That is a thing that has to happen. <laughs> like, you start a petition. If there's. Like if, if there if there is ever a reason to bring back the MTV celebrity death match with the claymations, <laughs> yeah. that would be amazing. Like Alex Jones and Eddie Bravo. <laughs> oh, he whipped out the gay frogs. And Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan's like on commentary, just be like, whoa. <laughs> like the whole time he's just stoned out of his door and unable to say anything. <laughs> Eddie tries the, to push Alex a, off the edge the, of the flat earth. Yeah, <laughs> a, de a deer walks in the background. You see Joe Rogan like jump over the ring and kill it. <laughs> that would be great. It's just like, oh man, that's crazy. But have you ever tried DMT? <laughs> we should probably, I don't know, like talk about conspiracy theories next. Conspiracy theory? Are you? Oh, that's a perfect. Uh... <laughs> Holy segue, Batwoman. Yeah. yeah what? Whoa! Derek is not here. Yeah, she's not here for the segues. So. Damn it. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, believing conspiracy theories might make you a criminal. <laughs> Damn, you're number. <laughs> Everybody's looking at you awkwardly right now, Dan. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I'm gonna be like in fucking. They're going to put me in solitary confinement for like the rest of my life and shit in a maximum security prison. Oh, there it is. Oh. Nice. It's a little bit crazy. Yeah. Um. Go figure. If you're a birther or a 9-11 denier, chances aren't or chances are you aren't much fun to be around. Sure. We know. <laughs> sure. Okay. <laughs> All right. Try, try again. <laughs> Take two. Right. Go figure. If you're a birther or a 9-11 denier, chances are you aren't much fun to be around. 
Sure, we've been saying this about our whack job uncles for years, but now it's backed up by science. <laughs> science! People who buy into outrageous conspiracy theories say that no human has ever walked on the moon or ancient pyramids were built by aliens, which I actually talked to somebody about earlier, uh, are more inclined to, be, to actively engage in antisocial behavior. Uh, you know, Holy sorry. crap, conspiracy theorists might actually not be huge fans of the human race. God. <laughs> like, pe like people that like people that don't believe the government's official theories on things like don't obey government it's just i am i uh, am shocked and it's a conspiracy okay <laughs> the only people you can usually associate with are the people that are on the same level of understanding or like yep. thereabouts that's why it fucking causes you to be antisocial in a, yep. in a way uh, that yeah that's the main <laughs> finding of a team of psychologists from the UK's uh, Staffordshire University and the University of Kent who investigated the wire impact of paranoia fueled fringe beliefs can have on behavior quote our research has shown for the first time the role that conspiracy theories can play in determining an individual's attitude to everyday crime study co-author and Kent professor Karen Douglas said in a statement Quote, it demonstrates that people subscribing to the view that others have conspired might be more inclined toward unethical actions. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, okay. I just want to point out uh -huh. that um, also studies have also shown that the people that enforce said laws also have the same mental profiles as said criminals. So oh, absolutely. Well, yeah. Because they are criminals. Mm -hmm. I'm just, yeah. I mean. I mean, I don't want to, you know. You're telling tales out of school, but I think we all know. Well, I know that. <laughs> yeah. Not yeah, but this is the thing. I don't understand how they could say that you're not ethical if you're fucking investigating and researching these things that you find to be unethical. Well, that's like, that's isn't that the whole reason why you would be doing it in the first place? Well, that that that's the th <laughs> that's the thing with, with with government and and government funded science and things like that. Um, they equate um, ethics with legality or yeah. morality with oh, yeah, which legality, is, which are yeah, totally. Yeah, Holy so fucking yeah, antithetical. Yeah, uh, well, you'll, well, you you'll see that all the time where they they talk about you know accurately describing that you know ethics is when you act right and do what's right even when no one's watching mm -hmm. and no one will ever find out, and that is ethics. But what they mean when they say that it's that Orwellian doublespeak. What they yep. actually mean is well, ethics is doing what's legal. Even when the police will never catch you. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's what they mean. And it's absurd because the bottom line is there is no good person who I would qualify as a good person who does what is legal, even if the police will never find out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We, we have we have some some articles later about uh, legality yeah, versus morality. I think they're kind of insinuating that, like, you know, um, if you have, like, more of an anarchist, like, libertarian mindset. That, well, yeah, like, they, they, like, they get, you know they get I mean? into it. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, with contemporary conspiracy theories targeting everything from myths surrounding the Mueller report to the chilling, quote, secret behind Disney's Frozen, this cultural phenomenon is certainly ripe for clinical exploration. As such, the new study measured participants, quote, belief in general notions of conspiracy. Whatever the fuck that means, as as well as how much yeah, as well as how much they agreed with specific theories, 
uh, they give an example. Uh, quote: There is an official conspiracy by M16, or uh, official campaign by M16 to assassinate Princess Diana. Uh, those inclined to believe the theories were quote more accepting of everyday crime, such as demanding a refund for no appropriate reason. You mean MI6? You said M16. That's... <sighs> it's just that's yeah. It's the font. Uh, in, in addition, in addition, exposure to conspiracy theories was found to make people more apt to engage in low-level criminal activity. Researchers found that the tendency was, quote, directly linked to an individual's feelings of a lack of social cohesion and shared values known as enemy. For the non-psychologists out there, an, an, uh, is defined as, quote, the lack of usual social or ethical standards in an individual or group. Define yeah. yeah, okay. Uh, or co-author Dan Jolly uh, said that uh, people believing in conspiracy theories are more likely to be accepting of everyday crime while exposure to theories increase a feeling of anonymity and while in future, while in turn predicts uh, increased future everyday crime intentions. It, so it, they're 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 drawing a connection between the idea that you are inclined to already reject what everybody else is suggesting might be true. You're you're inclined to reject that. Yeah. And they're drawing a line between that tendency to reject that idea and you're more likely, therefore, to commit crimes. Uh, to commit low-level crime. Low-level crime. Low level. So, well, it, it doesn't define what a low-level crime is, but... We uh, can assume victimless is what it, it is. Yeah, that's, yeah, that, yeah, was, that yeah. was my take. Victimless, like, you know, selling pot and, you know, that, that sort of BS. Like, that's... Uh, <laughs> it, although, to be fair, it... Uh, is also, you know, it shouldn't surprise people that this this came out of the UK because the UK mm -hmm. is like so hyper statist and so oh, yeah. like, like they're they're so dedicated and have been for so long dedicated to this idea that you have to just submit to authority. I mean, they've literally like worshipped the monarchy for what uh, since the seventh century. Yeah, dude, so, long fucking time. Long yeah, yeah. time, <laughs> and the We're funny thing is, is that people don't don't think that the monarchy has the like same kind of power that they used to. It's just like they sold that image to the public, like they like you know step down kind of thing and like handed over the reins to Parliament. Well, they're no longer. Well, um, they kind of sort of ish did, but they're no longer ordained by God. I think is well, they way. still think they're ordained by God, and a lot of people still do think they're ordained by God, which is hilarious because they're like, "Oh, the English monarchy is ordained by God." You are aware that they're German. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> Sax Coburg Gotha. Yeah, Sax Coburg Gotha. They're uh, they're they're very German and have yeah. always been very German. In World War One, they changed it to Windsor because. It was a little awkward to be fighting a German empire while you were German. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so they changed it. But yeah, they, I mean, and they, even the, the House of Windsor can trace its line almost directly. You can go all the way back to, to the Tudors through them. I mean, and, and the Tudors go, the uh, Henry Tudor was actually the stepson? Stepson? I don't know. 
well, Prince think... Prince Philip, I think it is, or one of them, uh, they go to like the um, Transylvanian castle that was Dracula's because I guess they're like uh, from that bloodline. I guess they're related to him. I was like, oh, that's great. Because oh, wow. yeah, there's there's newspaper articles about it about him uh, like going there and like spending time there and shit. It's pretty crazy. But yeah, I mean, the, I'd, the thing I'd the thing that. that scares me about the whole fucking <laughs> labeling it criminal to you know believe in conspiracy theories is like you know it's like almost like Stalin esque where like you know they uh, they're, they, th- they're thought designate the idea. Yeah, they yeah. designate like somebody mentally ill because they you know question the state. Or whatever, and then you'd end up in a fucking mental hospital for the rest of your life. Or we are we are questioning your commitment to the revolution, comrade. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> fucking crazy, dude. You go to gulag. <laughs> but like the UK is like beyond anything that was Orwell's like wildest fucking imagination, man. Well, and Orwell like... was even English. <laughs> saw that coming. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Well, like... yeah, he's part of the Fabian Society too. Well, he was a, he was a had, freaking English socialist, even, and yeah. he saw that coming. He saw what was going to happen and, and the shift that was yep. going to occur because he watched it happen with the Soviet Union, and he was like, no, oh, God. And he watched it happen, and he knew it was going to happen, and he predicted it perfectly. Yep. Because people are that predictable. <laughs> Brett, well, Brett, I think- Brett Gofflex, my hat, you guys. Nice. It's, I think they have like more uh, CCT uh, TV um, cameras, like more of them than like any other place in the fucking world. Oh like yeah, in, Lon- in, in yeah. London alone, I guess. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. London... Uh, it's the uh, it's the most uh, the most videoed country in the world, I believe. Yeah, London, fucking London has actually surpassed Las Vegas as mm-hmm. the most, most monitored city in the world. Yeah, surveilled. Yep. Yeah. Surveilled. Yeah. Oh. Um, there are more cameras per square mile than like Vegas. I mean, think yeah. about that. I mean, you know Las Vegas, right? Like mm-hmm. casinos, yeah. nothing happens there that they don't know about, blah, exactly. blah, blah. <laughs> and the, an entire city, London, surpasses that. I don't know about you, but I, I've worked in casinos, and S two can see every like three feet. Oh yeah, I've I've worked in casinos. She's worked in like trust that you you can't you can't do anything that they don't know about. They can actually zoom in and see a date on a penny that's on the floor. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. crystal and clear too. Got that topped, and MI five yeah. and MI six so, monitor the shit out of that. Let's okay. uh let's let's jump let's jump back on the uh, the petty crime thing, and about. This kind of study, this kind of uh, uh, belief, which I think we're now calling a conspiracy at this point. Hashtag irony. Banning the bands of the bands. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah, that's why this is the perfect study is because if you say that it was all a conspiracy, then clearly you're one of those people who's a criminal. <laughs> yeah. So this this sort of study could be used like we talked about thought crimes yeah right and that could be used for drum roll red flags red flag laws who lindsey graham is seeking to incentivize states to adopt confiscation laws and you know what's funny the um that uh, mosque shooter guy, his whole manifesto kind of like set the table for them to be like, oh yeah, well if you believe in Dude, conspiracy okay. theories, then you're like this guy. 
his know? his manifesto, like like everything he it wanted was totally to happen, written by yeah. Well, fucking... like like everything that he wanted to happen is happening. Yeah. Well, yeah, and he straight, up, he straight up said that he used a gun because he knew that no other weapon would create the controversy in yep. the United States like if he used a gun and used an AR. Yep. <laughs> what is happening? So, like, his he straight up says in his manifesto, like, okay, so I'm going to do this, this, and this, and I'm going to say this, this, and this, and here's what's going to happen, and that's what I want to happen. That's my goal. And the politicians go, oh, well, you want all that to happen? Okay, terrorists, let me go ahead and just do everything that you just yeah, said. Yeah, right. Exactly. And it's almost, it's so difficult because I can't decide whether this was an engineered thing from a Jean Provocateur from the government in New Zealand. I can Zealand. almost guarantee it was. I suspect it was, but it's like, because of what he says, it's so hard to tell. Was this actually started by them? Or is this a guy who truly had been so indoctrinated by the government that this is what he wanted and he knew... Yeah. Yep. That that's exactly what they would do, and he could just call it out, and it would just happen. And the only reason he called it out is because then he can sit there and laugh as it happens and go, "Ha ha ha! I got what I wanted." Yeah, yep. right. Exactly. Like Cody, like well, like Cody Wilson when he when he put up the the plans for the Liberator the first time. Whoever, like he, he knew the government was going to react, and he knew what was going to happen, and oh, he yeah. knew that he was going to come out on the other side, the victor. Like he knew that that was going to happen, and he did it anyway because he wanted to show everybody, look, I was right. Yep. Like, yep. yeah, I did it. I I called it. Go me. Mm -hmm. Well, whoever the fucking shooter was, that dude was a fucking cool customer. Is all I got to fucking say because any anybody that like hasn't done that shit like that before and just rolls up into a place and started bucking people down, like. That's not something that you're just like. Oh, he, you know, and that was the thing that I noticed immediately when I was watching it happen is, and, and I don't think that it's faked, but I do think that there's no. an awful lot of questions. But mm -hmm. the way that he, and remember I told you, I said the way he reacts, the way he moves. Yeah. And that was the giveaway. It's yeah. The it's way like he was tra moved. trained. Yeah. Yes. He is trained. It's like room to room, like fucking like it was tactical. The the way that he the way that he's holding the weapon the way that he moves very very quickly either yep. he has independently trained extensively mm -hmm. or he has experience doing this mm -hmm. is checking corners and everything else I mean he does it better than a SWAT team would yeah, yeah. that's that that was my thing too is is he he was very clean and precise about that and then the fumbling when reloading almost looked like he uh, on purpose. Yeah, it was, yeah. oh, I'm inexperienced. I shouldn't know how to do this. Yeah, just to, like, kind of sell it. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what it was, is to sell him as an amateur. Because the problem is, if he's too good and he's too mm -hmm. practiced, then you can't blame the weapon as easily. Mm -hmm. So he's got to make it look like, oh, but I don't know what I'm doing. And the bottom line is, an AR-15 in the hands of a complete imbecile who's never used it before is absolutely no more deadly than a Ruger 1022. Yeah. I mean, yep. plain and simple. It's just, it, it, they use almost the exact same bullets. Uh, there really isn't a huge difference between them, just powder charge and the bullets are the same. Um, yep. I mean, it. <sighs> <laughs> yeah, we can, we can do a whole video on that one.
Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. Uh, Lindsey Graham seeks to incentivize states to adopt confiscation laws. Senator Judiciary Committee Chairman Lindsey Graham, Republican out of South Carolina, seeks to incentivize states to adopt red flag laws following or allowing gun confiscation. I just want to reinforce <sighs> Republican. Yeah. Dad, Daddy Warhawk. <clears throat> Uh, on Saturday, Breitbart News reported that Graham had given Democrats a green light for a March 26th hearing on the confiscation or confiscatory gun laws. He told CNN that the gun confiscation laws represented a place where Republicans and Democrats can't quote can come together. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> Red flag laws, which already exist in California, Florida, Illinois, and other states, allow family members, police, and others in some instances uh, no, or, uh, to petition a court to have firearms confiscated from the individuals. The red flag law in California failed to stop the November 7, 2018 borderline bar and grill shooting, which killed 12 innocents. The law in Florida failed to stop the August 26, 2018 Jacksonville landing shooting and the January 23... Or January 23rd, 2019, Sun Trust Bank shooting. A total of eight innocents were killed in those two incidents. The red flag law in Illinois failed to stop February 15, 2019, Harry Pratt Company shooting and a myriad of other shootings on the south side of Chicago. But the laws are still being pushed as solutionary, and Graham wants to incentivize other states to adopt such laws. It makes perfect sense. Let's take all of the guns out of the good people's hands and where that way they have no way to defend uh-huh. themselves. Well, that's that's the thing. That's the thing. There's red flag laws. Uh, they're not taking them from good people. Yeah, they're but who taking that? Big thought crimes. They do. And, and that's, and yeah, that's exactly it. It's, it's yeah. totally subjective. Yeah. I wouldn't harm yeah. a freaking fly, but I guarantee you if they look into my background and my psychological background, I am a red flag. Yeah, well, all they need is for somebody to call in and be like, "Well, this person's unstable, and I'd like you to go and, uh, you know, take mm-hmm. your take their firearms from them." Pretty much. Yeah. Like they don't really need a legitimate reason. It's just anybody can fucking rat on anybody. It's like, it's well, like Nazi that... Germany or communist fucking Russia. You know what I mean? Or like the Stasi. Well, well yeah, like yeah. Illinois, Illinois, and California. Your kid's teacher can do it. Well, yeah, and, it's fucking and crazy. Look at... dude. Uh, look at what we're seeing on Facebook right now is where we're uh, with the anarchist community. We're seeing a lot of people post about how their doctors are asking their kids if mm-hmm. your parents have uh, guns in the home. And yeah. there's no reason that a doctor for medical reasons legitimately needs to know this. Nope. But yeah, but they, they, they know the kid won't lie. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because yeah. the kid doesn't understand their fucking yeah, here, here Here in California, uh, uh, they're, like, re- okay, they're required. Yeah. They're required to put it on the questionnaire, but you're not required to answer it. But leaving it blank again, like just like uh um, oh, what state was that? I, I think I think it was federal. Remember, it was the Ninth Circuit Federal Court uh, that ruled that um, um, even though you have the right to remain silent and not say anything to self-incriminate, yeah. uh, staying quiet. Is implication. a is implication. Wow. See, and that's and, and that is exactly what mm-hmm. we're seeing mm-hmm. is we're seeing this move toward you must cooperate. You have mm-hmm. to. Do yeah. By not yep. saying anything. By not very, very Orwellian. Very very Orwellian. Yeah. Totally. Orwellian will 
all suspects are guilty, period. Otherwise, they wouldn't be suspects, would they? Like, that's <laughs> that, that's what we're seeing the move to. And what I just quoted is actually the opening to the cop spoof that used stormtroopers from Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the <laughs> fact that that is actually how the government of the United States and, and the police, it's bludgy, start, are starting to really, truly, openly think yeah. is horrifying. And it, and it should be more horrifying to people every day. That this idea oh, totally. that they're thinking of you immediately as well i suspect this person might do a crime so i need to act that's what a red flag is the red flag oh, dude i suspect with or without any actual evidence this entirely subjective thing i suspect that you might do a crime therefore i have to preemptively act oh yeah well, dude, uh, that's pretty much Ella, like what they were doing. Ella, uh, I... Ella says that they the... do it here verbally in Indiana. They did it to my son a couple years ago. I, I assume that means asking about the guns. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. They love to um, do that. Sneak it so, in. Yeah, when I fucking dealt with that bullshit with the cops last fucking August, when I uh, got a whole bunch of tickets and shit, and then they end up dropping everything, uh, the fucking cop pretty much insinuated that they were watching me. And I'm like, watching mm-hmm. me for what? Like, what the fuck? Like, because he was like, where you been today? And I was like, uh, I've been home all day. And he was like, no, you haven't, because I saw that your car wasn't here. I was like, what are you guys fucking driving by, like, <laughs> keeping an eye on me and shit? And he was like, he like kind of like gave me a weird look that like I was smart enough to catch on to what the fuck yep. he was implying. Well, you know your, response, your response should have been, well, I don't know. I might have loaned it somebody. Yeah, right. I should have. <laughs> I should have yeah. just shut the fuck up, but anyway. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, with that whole thing, he was like, you know, implying that they were like, you know, keeping an eye on me, and I'm like, for what? Like, what the fuck do I do? I only hang out with my family and fucking go to work. Like, right. that's about it. Or on my <laughs> Facebook, I'm a huge threat to fucking society. But anyway, um, <laughs> like, I don't know. They, they like, they used shit as leverage against me to fucking like, you know what I mean, like. Be like, oh well, it's going to be way worse if you don't cooperate, kind of thing. Oh, they love to pull that. Oh yeah. well, if if you if you give if you're just honest with me, you know, man, I can I can help you exactly, out. dude. You just, exactly. You just tell me the truth. You know, we can. I can help. And what that means is because you know what, in a former life, I've pulled that. So let me tell you what that means is if you tell me, and it's useful, I may mm-hmm. consider not ruining your life you yeah, exactly well, yeah um blah, blah, blah. graham told cnn quote uh what we're going to do is get people from the country uh arizona has one now and see how they work and see if we can incentivize states to pass legislation that allow police to intervene with family members or police officers are becoming a danger to self or others he did not say well, how the incentives were work or clarify whether they would be financial in nature. You know, in the United States history, somebody has also attempted to confiscate weapons in advance of people yep. ever doing anything just in case. Uh, the last time they really tried that was right around 1776. And I really don't think I need to explain how that worked out. <laughs> well, yeah. While red flag laws fail to stop determined attackers, Town Hall notes that they pose a threat to law-abiding citizens who may be dealing with a disgruntled ex-boyfriend or girlfriend. 
Town Hall provides the following example. Say a woman dates a man. He has a, he is a gun enthusiast who enjoys going to the gun range and taking part in a shooting sport like Trapper Skeet. Those are still a thing. It's something he does on the weekend with friends as a social activity. The woman knows about her ex or the woman knows this about her now ex-boyfriend. She wants to get back at him. So she reports him to police saying she fears for her lives based on what, based on the accusations alone, police can go to a judge at which point the judge can order the police to confiscate the man's firearms. He has no say in it and no chance to defend himself. And if you don't believe that that will absolutely happen multiple times, I have a bridge in Brooklyn to sell you. <laughs> I got some oceanfront well, property dude, in I mean, like, all, all it takes is like a disgruntled ex to fucking be like, oh, well, you know, so-and-so isn't fucking... Not just uh, disgruntled ex. Mentally like, like... Andrew's ex bosses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at look yeah. at what I'm dealing with with getting fired. Like just the fact, the fact that I'm a gun enthusiast, that I enjoy firearms, and that I was like, oh shit, so I got let go. Like literally, my post said, so I got let go today. And it was a picture that said, fuck you all. I mean, in their defense, it was a skeleton holding a gun. It was but... a reaper holding a gun, but again. <laughs> But none means- of that's none of that's directed at anybody. Nothing. It's just me being pissed off and going, "Well, that sucks. Fuck it." And that yeah, they projected their fun. worst fear onto it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah like, and then they yank me into an office, and, asking me if I feel safe at home. And based solely on the fact wow. that I'm a gun enthusiast with training in firearms, and I'm upset with them. That's all it took. Well, of course I'm upset. I worked for you for eight years and you fired me. That doesn't mean yeah, I'm right. going to come in and shoot you. That means right. that I'm <laughs> because you just made me waste eight years of my life. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, even a couple weeks heads up, we would have spent less money. And then yeah, we would have and fine. I just blew all of my tax return on buying crap I didn't necessarily need. And I still don't have living room furniture for my new house. <laughs> so I'm a little upset by that. But <sighs> Upset does not translate to raging psychopath. Yeah, no. Under a red flag law, that doesn't matter. It doesn't yeah, matter no, no. at all. All they have to do is go, oh, well, this guy's a scared. He has guns. Yeah. Yep. And then yep. they can take them. That's all it takes. And how much do you trust your neighbor? How much do you trust your girlfriend? How much do you trust your doctor? How much do you trust your kids' teachers? How much do you trust them? To go, you should get the ability to send armed men to my house based on a suspicion and have them take my guns away from me. How much do you trust? Not only that, not only that but, but passing these laws, passing these laws, politicians are demanding that other people have the power to. Yeah. Like it's it's not even it's not a matter of, of other people wanting the power to do it. Congress and, and politicians are demanding through passing these laws that people have the ability to render you defenseless based on their fears and opinions. And do yeah. you really believe that they're doing that for your good or oh. for your neighbor's good? Well, it's, no. a, it's, a sneaky, it's a sneaky way for them to um, do gun <laughs> confiscation without having, having to do it en masse. Like they can just go door to door kind of thing, mm-hmm. like picking people off. Exactly, and that's and, what it's about. Because if they do it concentrated, if it's a, a concentrated yeah. effort against gun owners, gun owners yeah. unite. But oh, well, that, oh, yeah. that guy was scary. That guy yeah. was scary. 
Yeah. Oh no, no, no. The police yeah, said they're that, not going to carry until scary. they come to their door yeah. and take their fucking the, guns. Yeah. The it, government said the government said that guy's scary. Yeah. So the NRA is going to be like, okay, whole half, thin blue line. <laughs> so. <laughs> Fuck the NRA. The NRA so much those pieces. Of Hashtag not real but, activist. Yeah. It, but I mean, the NRA is going to lick those boots and enjoy that kiwi and hump the cop's legs and go, of course, oh dear masters, you said that guy was scary. And so I'm going to bow to you and whatever you have to say. Oh God. No, I do have a question. So what stops the same law? Like what, what do they have planned for? What if I were to call in and say, I'm scared that said cop. It, oh, it that's. That's that's where the judge comes in. The judge goes, "Oh, he's a cop. Oh, no, we're not gonna we're not gonna have a warrant." Um, he had his magic suit on. That's fair. Yeah. So the yeah. fact that he raped you back of your police car, man. Yeah. Badges he... badges grant extra extra rights. Come on now. Yeah. Didn't you know that? You know, I, I I feel I feel like taking a man's right to self defense is like the final step to fucking enslavement. It is. It is. Absolutely is. It absolutely oh. is. Remember the remember the Gulag Archipelago and the, how we burned in the camps. Yeah, exactly. So, so, right, uh, thinking yeah. about how if we defended ourselves in the fucking hallways and shit with fucking pokers. And, yeah, yeah. If yeah, all we had done is defend ourselves. Yep. All right, last two last two uh, paragraphs on this one, and we're gonna need a collective moment to catch our breath. Uh, Maryland also had a red flag law on November eleventh, two thousand eighteen. Uh, and uh, and Ar Ar Arundel and Arundel County Police uh, Chief Timothy Altmore and other officers went to a home at 5 a.m. to confiscate firearms. The homeowner grabbed a gun when he realized the officers were there to take his firearms. A physical altercation over the gun ensued, and the homeowner was shot dead. The Capitol Gazette quoted Chief Altmore saying that officers who went to the home to confiscate guns, quote, did the best they could with the situation that they had. He added, quote, it's tough for us to say, well, what did we prevent? Because we don't know what we prevented or could have prevented. What would have happened if we didn't go there at 5 a.m.? Can you prove we didn't weren't heroes? I mean, like... I don't know if you've seen Plan 9 from Outer Space, the the Edward D. Wood Jr., famously like the worst film ever made. Um, but it ends with the, can you prove it didn't happen? Which sounds hilarious. <sighs> that's literally what they just said. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Can I, can I read from a terrorist document really quick? Please. Uh, what? When in the course of human events it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with another and to assume among them the powers of, powers of the earth, the separate and equal station of which laws of nature and of na uh, nature's God entitle them, a decent respect to the opinions of mankind require that they should declare the cause which impelled them to the separation we hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal and they are endowed by their creator and certain unalienable rights that among them are life liberty and the pursuit of happiness and that to secure these rights governments are instituted among men to derive their powers just uh their just powers from the consent of the governed that whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends it is the right 
of the people to alter or to abolish it and institute new government or I'd say institute no government laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its power in such form as to them they shall most likely be effective in their safety and happiness so I'll just stop there but yeah yes yes that is that is literally the government's founding document saying saying you have the right and the authority to do what is necessary to get rid of your of your oppressors of your tyrannical government of your tyr- don't forget our government that our current government was originally founded one much smaller but was originally founded by a bunch of cop killing <laughs> tax evading defying tax evading rebels moonshine making yeah moonshine making and that is how our country started so the moment that anybody tries to invoke the founding fathers while simultaneously trying to endorse police or endorse uh, the ATF or the FBI or the DEA or any of these other alphabet soup agencies. Remember that those are exactly the people. Those agencies are exactly the people that our founding fathers tarred and feathered and shot and hung and yep. you know stabbed and put on trial and executed. Yes. So bureaucrats are not elected officials. Not that I agree with having elected officials, but they're not representatives of the people. It's like they get in there and then they fucking work for themselves. And then they die. Even, even police, even police, like how many police officers are actually elected? Uh, Right. You got, you got, you got your, you got your sheriff, you got your sheriff. And then I, I I have a, 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 the city chief. Yep. Yeah, we don't. So we like, don't. That's it. That's you it. get a county sheriff in most places. That's all you get is a county sheriff. One yep. out of what? Maybe 3,000, 5,000, 10,000 in some places? I have a. Uh, what do I have? That's I have 100, 132 in the city. And then, like, when you're above the law, right? You can pretty much get away with and do whatever you want. <laughs> like, fuck it. Like, okay. Perfect. Fremont. Okay. Uh, Fremont, California. It's, it's it's like 22, 25 miles from me, something like that. Uh, the state recently passed a law saying that uh, police had to make public um, their abuse records and and punishment oh records and things like that. <laughs> right, right. And like c- cities are su- <laughs> like cities are suing all cities are suing to stop it. Right, my city is one. Well. Oh, I bet. Um, I bet. Fremont police that is they didn't stop they didn't sue to stop it. Instead, they went back to like 1986 and destroyed all their police records from oh, from course. from now until yeah. like 1986. <laughs> the day before the law officially went into effect, they wiped How them fucking out. criminally corrupt yep. can you be? Like that's it's, just like the epitome I mean, it's of it. The equivalent. It is. It is the government equivalent of Enron. But yes, yes. the thin blue line cop suckers will be perfectly happy to go. Well, we I don't mean, know the whole story. Like what? What was in the? What was in those records about Hillary? Yeah, it's. I mean, it it boggles my mind. It boggles my mind that the same people on the political right of America and the political left of America will sit there, and the people on the right will go, 
well, I hate the government getting involved in my life, but boy, those cops, we got to support them no matter what. I got your six there, cop, because I'm yeah, a exactly. freaking retard. And then you have... <laughs> okay, the, here's the here, uh, another another perfect example of that, right? Uh, it is it is uh, has been ruled by um, Scootus like several times now, like, like nine or 11 times now, that police have no obligation to help you. Yeah. 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 Right. Uh, right. Right. Their um, Warren but, BBC was the first one, and it's been yeah. reaffirmed by every major yeah. case. Um, but in many states, it's against the law to not help a cop that is in trouble. Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> you are obligated yeah, to right. protect them. Yep. There was are not yeah. obligated to protect you, but keep telling yourself that you're not a fucking slave. But yeah. dude, you know what? If they were on fire, I wouldn't piss on them to put them out. No, I would take the bladder infection. Fuck that. <laughs> All right. get, get lost. Get bent, cocksucker. All right. America's paying for it. <laughs> Mexican thieves rob U.S. border fence wire and use it to secure homes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to build this wall and the Mexicans will pay for it. Or take it. One of the two. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> Enterprising Mexican thieves south of the U.S. border fence have stolen some of its barbed wire and used it to fortify homes in Tijuana. Catching the thieves in action has proven difficult. <laughs> although, although I do have to say, you're not really helping their cause here in the U.S. Because it just kind of perpetuates the stereotype that they can't keep their hands off of things. Yeah. Anyway. They're just stealing things. Right. Border Patrol turns around, their car is unlocked. <laughs> what the hell? Those are even stock rims, you assholes. But it's not, it's not stealing, it's, it's, it's homesteaded. Yeah. Uh, President you Donald Trump even got yeah. like fucking narcotic fucking bazookas and shit. They shoot shit over the fucking border. <laughs> t-shirt, t-shirt yeah, there was, there was a, a lady, a lady uh, using a, one of those t-shirt bazooka cannon thingies. <laughs> yeah, right. Drugs and contraband into a jail. <laughs> That's beautiful. That's that awesome. glorious. Uh, drone. Uh, President drone, Donald man. Trump ordered the security fence separating San Diego from Tijuana topped with razor wire or razor sharp Constantina wire back in November as the United States braced for the arrival of multitude, multiple caravans of illegal immigrants. Quote, no climbers anymore under our administration, he boasted. Several months later, <laughs> several months later, sections of the wire are missing and are turning up on people's homes in Tijuana. Press X. <laughs> Cool. Yeah. Um, showing up uh, people's home Tijuana police chief Marco Antonio Sotomayor uh, told the local news outlet uh, okay uh, quote we know more or we know about the theft of barbed wire because the United States authorities have requested our help the chief explained that the wire is stronger sharper and a better quality than anything sold in Mexico stores a thumb up a thumb up of sorts for Trump's beloved American manufacturing industry <laughs> This whole thing. There is no angle that this isn't hilarious. I yeah. <laughs> uh, but in the spirit of quote innocent until proven guilty principle, uh, the police chief added that he couldn't help their American colleagues as the thieves usually managed to slip away from the fence before his officers arrived on the scene. And we just can't tell this amazing improved wire from <laughs> the other ground it's installed. <laughs> meanwhile, Mexico or me meanwhile, footage from Mexican television showed the Tijuana houses newly wired up. Lo siento, pero no sé. 
I don't know. The, like the, the the Santa Ana winds came in and it rolled, and it's, just, it's there. It's just I I don't know, man. It might have just wound up there. I, I have no idea. I I can't be sure. Pablo came <laughs> home from uh, Home Depot with that shit, man. Yes. I don't know. Wait, maybe you brought it over. I, I have no idea. Yeah. U.S. Oh, contractors were busy at work replacing the missing sections of wire on Monday. Uh, Monday morning, the Los Angeles Times reported. Its reporters also saw homes just feet away on the Mexican side decked out in what appeared to be freshly stolen by wire. <laughs> Literally neat. <laughs> unsurprisingly, unsurprisingly, none of the residents were keen to explain where their new home security upgrades came from. Oh God! <laughs> like the Mexican government is going like this to Trump. <laughs> like, dude, fuck oh you. my God! I just oh. they're like six Shit feet away. Control, Where'd that come dude. from? I don't know, man. Like the fucking the onion couldn't even wrote that or the Babylon. I, know, right? I, I oh, wish I could help you, but you know it just showed up one night. I don't. The roof, the roof Koreans put it there. <laughs> the roof, my cousin <laughs> knows the guy who knows a guy. I don't. Uh... <sighs> oh, you guys, have you guys ever actually dug into the what Trump wants to do with the border? No, unfortunately, uh, yeah, I've looked a little bit, and it's <laughs> hilarious that he. Like, what is, what is like okay, okay for 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 just for a second like he wants like five point eight billion dollars, yeah. right? For two hundred miles of fence. Technically, it's not even two hundred miles of fence. He wants to build a hundred miles and then tear down a hundred miles and replace it. So huh. he wants he wants five point eight billion dollars for ten percent of the border. That is going to be one fantastic wall. Except well, it's who's not. Get, who's getting the contract? Walls that may have escaped Republicans recently. They only go so high <laughs> and so low, which means I can go over it or I can dig under it because they've invented this thing called a shovel. <laughs> or even better. It's only, it's only 200 miles long, so you could go around it. Or I don't know. Do you think the CIA doesn't have like fucking tunneling machines? Come on. Yeah. Are you suggesting that human beings are capable of digging underground? (laughs) (laughs) It's just laughs and laughs and ancient eighteen eighty four miner in San Francisco. Yeah, I mean, look at the sophistication. Like, have you not fucking heard of El Chapo? Have you not seen that escape tunnel from prison? (laughs) <laughs> like that's practically a collection of New York City apartments I do have to strung that together. That I don't. I. It was impressive. It was. It was amazing. <laughs> Wasn't that there? There one. There was one in Tijuana not long ago, and it was like it was so large that they were driving like this old truck through it. Yeah, they on on like train tracks or whatever. They had swapped. It was just the bare rims, and they're on the like a train track back and forth and back and forth. I mean, I just <laughs> you think you think <laughs> Brett Brett Goff just said as a contractor in Texas, I can attest to how quickly a crew of Mexicans can remove a brick wall. Well, and now and now they're taking all the barbed wires, so we can assume that if he puts up those big steel girder things, that pretty soon all of the houses in uh like uh San Juan Jalisco is going to be like 
really well built and framed because it's all going to be steel girders and there's going to be this missing section. And <laughs> just <laughs> and nobody will know what happened. Yeah, they'll be like, I, I don't know, man. The, the steel recycling, steel recycling industry is about to get a boom. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, it just it boggles the mind that you think because I mean, keep in mind the border wall to keep people in, and this is an important point, in to East Germany was not just a wall. The wall was the last piece built. You had. Uh, barbed wire, you had uh, open sand with lights that were kill zone, you had crash rock, you had other fences, and you actually had like a quarter mile uh, like most extreme elimination challenge <laughs> to get through to get to West Germany. Yeah, that shit was no joke, dude. But, but the wall was the last bit. And what this guy is proposing is that I'm going to take just the last afterthought bit here, and that's going to be enough. R really? What are you unaware of? Like literally all of human history? I don't. Uh... <laughs> I, I, what's what, one of my favorite memes is? Hey, there's no Mexicans in China. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, it's probably or just, Israel, I just dude. Point out, or Israel. Yeah, this this guy and, and, <laughs> and supporters apparently are under the impression that human beings only travel by Roomba. And so <laughs> all it takes is a wall to change the course. Well, what they need to what they need to do is they need to pass like three laws about border travel, and then when people try to drive across the border, they'll just stop because you know laws stop people laws. from doing things. Yeah, we right. just gotta make things illegal hard enough. You know, like I when, mean not not to be like statist or anything, but I mean, like Eisenhower got the shit done by just enforcing the fucking uh, immigration laws that were on the books. I mean, if they really have an issue with uh, the whole thing and want to address Ooh. the fucking, but the thing is, influx up until up until what 1936, 36, right? 1936, it was basically open open borders to the United States, and so you could come as you pleased and you could immigrate and everything was fine and the economy boomed and yes, people struggled and things were hard, but you had so much cheap labor, particularly from, I don't know, uh, the Irish, you had so much cheap labor that you built amazing things. You had New York explode in development. The, the the Brooklyn Bridge and and the Golden Gate Bridge and uh, the um, literally literally San Francisco after after the nineteen oh six earthquake. Yeah, I mean that that was immigrants. That was all immigrants. That was all these people showing up because these the majority of these people. And yeah, there are people who are crappy. Don't get me wrong, but you know what? I guarantee you, <laughs> American citizens commit more rapes, more murders. Mm -hmm. And more robberies than all of the illegal immigrants in the United States combined. So I don't think that statistically that concern. Well, that's not really a fair comparison because they're a minority in terms of like the, uh, you know, in comparison even, to the pop population in mass. Even if you account for inflation, <coughs> they don't commit crimes at a higher rate than American citizens, and in fact, commit crimes at a lower rate than American citizens. And the large reason for that is 
the reason that I, if I am a, a guy from Guadalajara who has managed to fight my way all the way through Mexico, through crossed a barren desert in the middle of nowhere to make it into America, I didn't do this because I wanted to rob people. Because if I'm that kind of person, I don't need to go through like that kind of effort. I don't need to go through that Herculean thing. I can bribe people to get a ride. I'm going to come here in a fucking limo. All right. If I'm that big a criminal, I don't need to worry about it. Well, the other now, what, now what if, what if they empty out their jails and their fucking, uh, you know, mental hospitals and they facilitate those people fucking coming to our country. Like, you know what Not I mean? Like the, 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 the Cubans did that shit. They emptied yeah. their jails and shit and allowed the, them to come to the United and States. And Castro so like, did that. You gotta, you, notice. you gotta like worry about that too. I'm not saying that I don't want people to come here for a better life, but it's like, you can't just leave yourself exposed like that to let other countries and, dump, dump their, you know, fucking but, waste but, in your. But here's the, here's the other side of this though, is that not only that have started, um, like banning people from coming over to this country, how much of California has seen a bunch of stuff in the fields go bad? They have too much food in the fields and nobody to pick the goddamn shit because nobody's willing to. That's Look at what's here. happening. Look at what's happening in Wisconsin here closer to home with, with ocean spray. Ocean spray can't get all their cranberries in because they don't have the workers because Americans don't want to do the job. And now they can't get anybody who's willing to do the job for a price that they're willing to pay. Yep. And the bottom line is when goods and services do not cross imaginary lines. Soldiers are going to cross imaginary lines. So yeah. if you have now banned good people from coming across this line, coming north to just work, and you've made it... I mean, I don't know if you know how hard it is to become an American citizen, but it's... Oh, yeah, I know. Mind-blowingly insane. Yeah, I know. I talked to plenty of people that have done the actual immigration process, and they're pissed that people are actually like able to just come into the country because they're like, I went through the whole fucking process, right? And then like now these people are just coming in, you know, getting uh, driver's IDs and allowed to vote and all this shit. And they're, they're, like, they're they're probably more pissed off than people that were born here, and they shouldn't be because what they should be pissed off at is they should be pissed off at a government that makes that so hard in the first place. Well, yeah, I, absolutely. Off but... People who disregard the arbitrary dictates of a bunch of people who want to throw violence at everyone. They should be pissed off at the people who want to make it next to impossible. And all of these people that are coming across the border, well, not all of them, but the majority of them, they don't want to cause problems. They just want to work. They just want to make money and they want to make good money and they want their families to be safe and they want to get away from the cartels, which are the direct fucking result of the American drug policy in the first place. <laughs> yeah. So that's all. They well, want. I mean, like you, you got to figure that's all part of the engineered process because they destabilize the country through by like, you know, by funding these drug cartels and then they take over and it's like warlord territory. And then people are like displaced because of the fucking living conditions. And they're just, just like, I got to get the fuck out of here. You know what I mean? So that facilitates the process. And then they help these people come. You know what I mean? It's like they're pawns in the fucking game, essentially. I'm not blaming them. Yeah, but the, they're pawns, but they're still people. They're still human beings. Yeah, absolutely right? they are. They're, they still need help. And the issue is see, not like, them. 
when uh, the people came over, like when we were talking about when they came over here, when it was like essentially kind of like open borders, they went through like Ellis Island, but they went through a process to see if they were like sick or carrying any kind of diseases, things like that. Because there's yeah, like, you know, people they, were, they just got quarantined for a little bit. That was it. They still got let in. That was it. Yeah, but at least at least they went through some kind of like, you know, vetting process. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're, doing that, they're doing that now. With I mean, centers. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, they they have they they have people like coming up here from like Guatemala. Not saying that I don't want people coming here, but it's just like they got people coming here with like uh, uh, what is it like some rare kind of strain of tuberculosis that hasn't been fucking you know isn't like prevalent up around here. Mm-hmm. So it's like you got to worry about things like that being spread that people aren't like uh, I wouldn't say immune to because you're not a, you're never immune to fucking tuberculosis. No, but you can I mean, be inoculated against it, and it's treatable with very simple yeah. antibiotics. In the, this this, this strain, though, you can't. That's the whole problem with it. That's when Irish soil comes in handy. <laughs> it kills everything. It kills everything. <laughs> I actually found a bunch of it where it literally kills it kills It kills, uh, it kills uh, MRSA. MRSA. Irish soil actually kills MRSA. Uh, Rebel scums in the house, and Brett Goff says it's estimated that 40% of illegals arrive in the U.S. via airplanes with temporary work visas. Yes. Yeah, exactly. The, the, actually, I've heard, yeah, and I've heard even higher rates than that mm-hmm. because the majority well, yeah, and then they, of the immigrants came here legally and then just they can't get the citizenship. They haven't yeah, hurt anybody. Yeah. They haven't done anything. They, they just want to work, man. They just want to do... Yeah, there's there's an article there's an article the other day about a um some lady from Nigeria or whatever she's a uh came here on like a student visa yeah. and they're gonna they're gonna deport her and she's like a PhD candidate. She's a PhD candidate in constitutional law. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. I mean oh No, I mean God. I don't mind people coming here like you know to fucking uh help make things better because I mean there's people from other countries that have brilliant minds, you know what I mean? And it's like that's not a bad thing. Here- Here's my attitude to it is the bottom line is this. I prefer the dangers attending too much liberty to the slavery that results from too small a degree. Hey, and my my quick two cents is that if governments didn't exist, people wouldn't migrate. They would generally yeah, they would generally much. stay where they're where they live and yep. yeah. So well, yeah, because I mean, kill, they're sub, they're kill your government. Yeah, they're subject to U.S. foreign policy. So, in a way, I don't <laughs> yeah, you can either be, you can either <laughs> dictate U.S. foreign policy allegedly and pretend that that happens, or you could be a victim of it. Choose one. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Speaking of speaking of dictators, I this is, I Dan Dan's gonna lose his shit over this one. Uh, <laughs> Dan, this is this this one's from Dan's girl. Uh. AOC suggests members of Congress should get paid more. Oh God! Majority of Americans want the complete opposite. Whatever <laughs> would have predicted. Well, don't don't they like they okay their own raises? So I don't understand what the fuck she's talking about. Like complaining well, about how they need to get paid more. They okay their own raises for the next sitting session of Congress. Well, they can't hold okay on. raises for the current one. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, but still, they get just... paid too much as it is. <laughs> yeah, They're not Hold doing on. anything. Hold on. Um, AOC suggests that salaries for members of Congress should be increased to ease the financial burden on members and to <laughs> curb the incentive to cheat. She's oh, literally saying, literally saying, if you people don't give me more of your money, I'm going to go ahead and take bribes from them and work. <laughs> 
<laughs> and don't forget, yeah. Congress can do insider trading. <laughs> I mean, it's just yeah. AOC. I... For, AOC first brought attention to the finance to the finances of lawmakers after the midterm elections with stories about how her financial struggles during the transition period between the election and the soaring in of new Congress. The New York progressive again drew attention to the pay uh, on Capitol Hill by announcing that staffers in her office would make at least $52,000, well above average. In a tweet on March, March 13th, AOC went even further, arguing for an increase in lawmaker pay. AOC said that, quote, raising staffer pay helps get money out of politics. What? And that increasing the salaries for members of Congress would do the same. Right. Okay. Uh, quote Members are paid more than average, but jobs require two residencies. Plus, we can't take tax deductions for work costs. Uh, no one wants to be the one to bring up increases. So instead, people take advantage of insider trading loopholes and don't close them for the extra cash. This bitch lives or- Orwellian newspeak. Literally, double speak. Literally, she's like, Yeah, (laughs) (sighs) she's like, We got to get money out of politics, so pay me more. Yeah, AOC (laughs) seems to have been responding in part to a rash of scandals involving members of Congress taking extra benefits. On the Republican side, Representative Chris Collins was charged with insider trading, and uh, Representative Duncan Hunter was accused of using $250,000 in campaign funds for personal expenses. He was charged with insider trading. I, I thought it was legal for them to do insider trading, and that's like why they fucking, you know, they're incentivized in terms of like waging wars and shit because no. they have stocks in those fucking like Raytheon and. Nope. <sighs> yeah, she says that raising pay would help quell uh, the incentive to cheat, like insider trading and and. Those other things. If you only, if you would only steal some more money from the peasants, perhaps I would <laughs> to deal with the merchants. Yeah. Did you did you hear the, did you hear the tweet? I know you're you're getting something, but uh, in a tweet on March 13th, AOC went even further, arguing for an increase in lawmaker pay. AOC said that quote raising staffer pay helps get money out of politics, <laughs> and and that increase in salaries for members of Congress could do the same. I mean, wow. I, you I, could repeat that another four times I and it'd just, be funny. It, I, first of all, I want to point out anyone who even remotely supports that raving psychopath needs to realize that this is the same person who said that her wonderful plan for the future includes the elimination of air travel while simultaneously using a jet to travel between New York City and Washington, D.C., <laughs> A pair of cities that are less distance apart than here where I live in the capital city of my state. Yet, (laughs) she needs to fly that. Um, Uh, 55% of respondents uh, to a poll want congressional salaries to be cut. 17% of respondents thought congressional salaries were were just fine. 9% of of respondents want increased congressional salaries. (laughs) Yeah, and that 9% works for Congress. So, (laughs) like, there's staffers, like, there's an intern, like, yeah, yeah, I think my boss should make more money. (laughs) Of course he does. He makes nothing. He's an intern. Um, 
I just it. I mean, can you imagine? Imagine this being a public thing that was said in any industry that wasn't government. <laughs> I deserve to make more money because if I don't make more money, I won't take bribes. You be I, let go next week. I, yeah, I mean, just, just process that for a minute. Just, just a minute. Oh, is that what you did at work? Did you oh, threaten yeah. that? That's, oh, well, you know, if you raise my pay by another $10 an hour, I won't keep taking kickbacks. <laughs> I, I mean, come on. Like, really? And, oh well, it'll get if you just get if you steal more money ahead of time, then it'll get money out of politics. And you honestly believe how? How I, I'm curious. I'm curious how much money <laughs> she is under the impression that big pharma and big tobacco and big oil and things make, and and of course the ubiquitous defense industry. How much money does she think that they make? That they would go, oh no, they raised their own pay yeah, by an yeah. extra ten thousand dollars a year. I guess I can't <laughs> afford to pay that. Yeah, right. <laughs> what? <laughs> they spend billions of dollars in fucking like, lobbying money. Like Obama, Obama went into office with like a net worth of what, like three million dollars or something like that, and came out of office eight years later with a net worth of over a hundred million dollars. Yeah, oh, wow. and you want to tell me that you think? Oh well, we'll just kind of bump that up a little bit, and that pay, and they they won't be taking that extra. They'll be like, well, I don't know. I mean, I made an I made an extra four grand this year, so I don't think I want your hundred thousand dollars, sir. <laughs> I bet he I bet he made a cool fucking like thirty million off of like ISIS sex slave fucking operations and drug trade and all kinds of shit. Oh, yeah. oh are you <laughs> the, the biggest payers? But that's the thing is the biggest payers are the internal. It's the internal ones, and it's the defense department. You have no idea the yeah, how many money, like how many, how many congressmen go on to become lobbyists, yeah. um, or get executive positions, and and some of these top companies, and how many people from top companies end up becoming lobbyists or politicians? Yeah. Yep, like look at look, door. perfect example. Perfect example. Look at the tie between Congress, um. Um, the ag department and Monsanto. Who, um, yeah, who who just resigned? Somebody just resigned because they're the questions over their ties to uh lobbying groups. Um, was that the head of the USDA? I don't remember. There was somebody, somebody in the government just resigned because it finally came out that like they were really tied with oh, yeah. a bunch of industry insiders. Well, then you got like a revolving door with things like uh, Goldman Sachs and the Federal Reserve. You know what I mean? It's like that Ivana's husband was a Goldman Sachs executive. I mean, who? Look, I mean, Jared, uh, whatever his face uh, is. Kushner? Yeah. Oh, no shit. I didn't know that. Yeah. I mean, look at I... <laughs> big business and government have always been tied together in the United States and in the world. I mean, re- legitimately, they, they have. Um, you don't get away through all of human history. Whenever government exists, you do not disconnect the people who have tons of money from the people who have all the power. That never happens. Mm. Whenever people with the power to coerce others exist, 
big money always connects. I mean, going back, well, of course, you can go to the fourth century, the seventh century uh, in Europe, and you see the big merchant families always intermarrying with the nobles because, yep. of course, they do. They, they, they have, have the, the money. Dowries. They have dowries. They have money. They have the incentive, right? That's that always happened. You go back to Rome, the same thing happens. You go back to before Rome, you can go to early Carthage, and the same thing is happening. And Egypt, and the same thing is happening, and they never get away from it. And yet somehow people think, well, if we just steal enough money from the people in the United States now, magically, <laughs> all of this entire human history will be eliminated. I Really? Like this what I can't decide if this one's just done a whole lot of bad trips on shrooms, maybe. <laughs> or <laughs> some of the some of the gas from her farts are going to her brain. Yeah, something, man. But, I mean, look you know, at the that'll look be at fixed eyes. by again just you know taxing the cows. <laughs> their parts. I mean, it's just it's a thing. Could've, I, it could have been fixed a lot earlier with Darwin. Well, and <laughs> And sadly, I mean, sadly, like I have, I have an aunt who seems to think that AOC is just the greatest thing ever, which is, which is hilarious that your the rest of the family is like, yeah, oh, the rest of so my adorable. family is like, really, bless your soul. Yeah, well, like my mom said, my my mom said that when she's talking to her own sister about it, and she's like, and 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 my aunt's like, well, it's just nice to see somebody who thinks outside the box, and she's like, yeah, she's way, way. <laughs> Way, way, way outside the box. Like she has gone past reality and everything yeah. in the universe, and just continued onwards. <laughs> yeah. So, so going going back to this the pay thing, um, like the the original Congressional Congress, they got paid, right? But it was in such a way that it was actually a burden to them. Like they 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 saw they saw doing politics as as their duty. And they would like they were they were farmers and and whatever and they had full time jobs and like they would have to travel to Philadelphia and then for like two weeks at a time and they only met like what twice a year. Yeah, they could only meet a couple of times a year because they had to go. And I mean, and the thing is, like, don't get me wrong, you see it's better off that way. Right? Yeah, <laughs> even in early American government, you see nothing. Almost nothing but well-to-do families being uh, the ones who are in charge. I mean, um, the the whole reason that Benedict Arnold uh, was such a traitor is he had loaned tons and tons and tons of money to uh, the Continental Congress and basically got screwed out of it all and got pissed off. And he was an arrogant prick anyway, but <laughs> that's why he did what he did. Um, George Washington inherited a bunch of stuff from his brother, who was a successful businessman, married a rich widow, uh, Martha, and made a ton of money that way. And so he was rich in his own right. Thomas Jefferson owned plantations and things. He was rich in his own right. All of these people are businessmen. But every single one of them at the beginning of the United States goes, well... I have to take time away from my business to go run the country. I have to go do this, but it's my obligation. I have to. 
And so I will take the cut in pay. I will take the cut in profitability and everything to go do this. Yeah, and in seventeen eighty nine, they had a per diem of fifty cents. <laughs> yeah, like so, yeah. seventeen ninety five or seventeen ninety five. The per diem for representatives went up to a dollar, and the per diem for senators went up to seven dollars. Whoa! Well, what's, what's the equivalent nowadays? Uh, oh, I'm it, gonna say yeah, one hundred and yeah. uh, okay. 1850 well, no, The per annuum was fifteen hundred dollars. The equivalent um, in 2014 dollars is nineteen thousand eighty-four. Twenty grand. Yeah. I think nothing. Uh, eighteen eighteen fifty-five. They had a per annuum of three thousand. That is the equivalent of seventy-five thousand dollars. I mean, think about think about the fact that the the president of the United States makes four hundred thousand dollars a year. $400,000. But Obama came out what, 15 <laughs> times value? Yeah. Yeah. At $400,000. Now, I am not a mathematician. Weren't we talking about if we won the lottery and we just even stuck $1 million and In invested it properly... We would end up being way ahead of. Oh, he definitely invested things properly. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm just saying, like, I'm playing devil's advocate here because obviously, totally on your guys' side, but, but no one, yeah, uh, no one has investments to pay off that well. Yeah, okay, Uh, 1990. Uh, the per annuum was ninety eight thousand four hundred dollars, which was which is the equivalent of one hundred seventy five thousand. Also, yeah. I just want to point out that twenty nine years ago, we have seen a degradation in the value of our dollar of that much. <laughs> I mean, consider that. Yeah, right, okay, it went up. Okay, um, let's see. I'm looking at this right now. Like, um, 1987, 1987, uh, it went up to 89,500, which is the equivalent of 183,000. It went up in 90 twice, 91 three times or twice. It went up in 92, 93, 98, 2000, 2001, 2002, 2003, 2004, 2005, 2006, 2008. And it has been frozen since 2009. And I want to point out, per diem is not the same thing as what they get paid. No, per, per annuum. Oh, it's per annuum? Okay. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, because per diem is not the same thing as what they get paid. The per diem is we you you have a certain amount that you can spend mm-hmm. for your duties doing this job. And we will reimburse you for that. Yes. That's all per diem is. Um, let's see. The last time they got per diem was 1818. Damn. Every ever since then, it's been per annuum. We'll just pay you this amount per year. Yeah, I mean the fact you know the thing is is remember that uh, George Washington and Thomas Jefferson and and uh, Monroe and all these guys. They had to make sure somebody ran their business while they went and did the Congress thing because 
they weren't getting much money. Okay. And so they had to keep these other businesses live so that they could make money and then also do their service. It is now a goal for life for people to become congressmen. Yeah. Uh, Bernie, Bernie Sanders has never had a regular job. He's nope. never worked for anybody but government. Mm-hmm. Ever. Welfare whore. Yep. Ever. I mean, consider that. And the guy has three houses. And then tells <laughs> you, tells you that if you make X amount of money, you deserve to pay 90% in income tax. Crazy. I mean, the fact that people don't see these people as all completely transparent boggles my mind. Yeah. <laughs> they are so transparently these money-hungry, power-hungry fucking tyrants. And no one no one gets it. Well, nope. I mean, it'll, it'll all change once Dan gets in office. Vote hoarder, not harder. Dude, it's, fucking, <laughs> it's over for a lot of people once I get in the office. Are you kidding me? I want nothing to do with that. I'm running the other direction. He's going to be assassinated so fast. He's going to make... Okay. <laughs> Well, I already said that if I you can, if you I can got come pre- share my igloo, Andrew. I already said that if I became president, that I'd fucking um, I'd have like bankers hanging like the whole fucking way, and I'd be like walking down like a a walkway, just like lined with dead bankers. Yep. No, you can't hang up. No, 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 no. Go full Caesar here. Go full Caesar. We are gonna we're gonna go ahead and crucify them. Yeah, there you go. Right now, now we're talking. I'm just saying that the smell <laughs> is going to be awful, and I think that's a terrible idea. <laughs> no, nope, I think oh, Washington. There, hey, I'm sorry. there are there are a lot of magnificent sports arenas, <laughs> and, and, and we do have we do have animals in the zoo that are predatory. Nice. We'll bring back the fucking <laughs> gladiatorial games, man. Hell yeah. There you go. Rebel, Rebel, Scum, Rebel Scum says heads on pikes. There you go. Now we're talking. I I personally, if I was in that situation, uh, I don't know if you guys are really... Hypo- hypothetically, we don't want anybody to get red flagged here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to I'm just gonna point out that there's a certain emperor's son who may have decided that he wanted to do the whole gladiator combat thing, and uh, I kind of like that idea myself. Yeah, man. It's, uh, we'll I bring that should... back. We'll bring back trial by combat. All the good I think that should be a requirement for the president. I think that you don't actually get to take office until you have defeated your opponent in yep. one-on-one combat. The two, the two highest, <laughs> yeah. the two people that get the highest <laughs> votes got to go into Thunderdome. Exactly. Yep. Oh, what two, two primaries. Two two people enter, one president leaves. Oh, sweet Christ! Make America America again. Well, I'm just thinking in the primary. Oh, Trump, Trump and Biden. Trump and Biden with a slap fight. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, no. My my thought here with the primaries is we would not have had to spend the next two years going. Well, Bernie will still get in. Yeah, here's how Bernie Sanders can still. Can you imagine yeah, right. gutted mm-hmm. on the floor, the sands of the arena? Here's how Bernie <laughs> can still win. <laughs> I could see Trump scalping Elizabeth Warren. See <clears throat> <laughs> 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 oh. somebody wearing Trump's hair. 
Well, did he? Did he? Did he shave Vince McMahon's head on fucking uh, on wrestling? wrestling. Re- WrestleMania, yeah. <laughs> we finally find out what secrets Trump's have. Trump has in his hair. <laughs> it's a dribble. It's, it's actually a triple. It's it's just a triple. But he just fed too much. He has quadrants. It's actually, it's actually plankton pulling levers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's let's see if we can get Andrew mad enough. He uh, oh, red flags. No, 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 no <laughs> okay. Ohio man speaks out after arrest for brutal attack on rape on child rape suspect. That goddamn it's kid. Like, okay, this one. Here. This. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. When 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 I I did the uh, the the information for this, we were gonna do another article, uh, but Derek is not here, so we don't want to do that article. So we're substituting this one. So get over it. <laughs> Ohio man speaks out after arrest for brutal attack on child rape suspect. This is out of uh, East Lake, Ohio. Uh, East Lake man arrested and charged with felony assault is speaking out. Richard Adams, 20, said he just snapped after walking in on a 17-year-old boy sexually molested a 5-year-old boy last Thursday. Quote, I was doing my laundry and I walked out and there was a 17-year-old and he had a 5-year-old's penis in his mouth. Wow. Adams said he got the 17-year-old away from the boy and flew into a rage and started beating the teen. When asked, when asked him what the child told him about the incident... Quote, he said that the 17-year-old had touched him right there and that he had touched him the night before, replied Adams. After beating the teen, Adams posted a video on Facebook showing the battered teen covered in blood and being angrily questioned about the sexual assault. Uh, They're not revealing the 17-year-old's face and name because he's a juvenile, but police say that he was also arrested and charged with rape. Uh, Adam said he regrets posting the video, which had been since removed from Facebook, but that he doesn't regret his actions to protect the child. Amen. Quote, quote, I do feel sorry for the video. I should not have posted that, and I do feel remorseful for that. He also said that he hopes others in the situation would have done the same thing. He only feels remorseful because he went to jail. Yeah, exactly. Quote, I want everyone to stop all the child offenders and predators out there. I don't want any child to have to go through that. What's, What's his name? Uh, Richard. Uh, Richard Adams. Richard Adams. If you ever need a beer and you need a handshake, man. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Uh, well, Adams. Yeah. Well, Adams acted to protect the future of the five-year-old boy. Now he's worried about his own. "Quote: I am scared. I have a kid on the way. I do want to be there for that child's birth, and that's the only thing worrying me right now. I almost want to cry saying it." Uh, East Lake Police said the investigation is ongoing. Meanwhile, Adams is out on a five thousand dollar personal bond, while the accused teen remains in custody. Uh, the five year old is now also in protective custody. Uh, the GoFundMe for Richard Adams uh, is now over twenty five thousand dollars. Yes, good. It's, it's, uh, good. that baby for sure won't be needed. Good job. Later. It's uh, it's at twenty six thousand two eleven. Also, if he's listening right now, send us a list of things you need for the baby shower. Yeah, right. Yes. No, seriously, out. that's fucking hero status because yeah, uh, fucking see, he now faces moral human being would do the same fucking thing. Uh, that kid is lucky yeah. he's fucking still alive. According according to the GoFundMe, he faces a felony of the second degree, carrying two to eight years in prison. What the fuck? Wow, dude, he I... should be commended as a fucking hero. Yeah, he, that kid. You know what? He deserves a handshake, a medal, a beer. Mm-hmm. That's, that's literally that's literally that's literally what every 
single comment on the GoFundMe is. Yeah. It's all about, hey, good job, blah, 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 blah. You did the right thing. He did the right thing. Now, the beautiful thing is, with is as concerned as I am about this and as much as he doesn't deserve this, two huge things for him. Number one that he needs to keep in mind is there are a hell of a lot of, hell of, a lot of very scary people who absolutely support what he did. He doesn't need to worry. Mm -hmm. Number two is... No, he'd be respected in jail. Well, he'll never go to prison for this. No, no, I would, I was absolutely take this to a jury trial. Yeah, do not seriously, dude. If if you somehow wind up watching this, man, do not plea bargain because you go to a jury trial and there is no jury on the in the entire United States. There is no jury that is going to hear the details of this case and convict you. Yeah. if he if no. he even he even gets a, if if the if his defendant uh defending lawyer even mentions taking the deal, that lawyer needs to be strung up with the cops that arrested him. Exactly. And and that's my opinion. I think the cops that arrested him, I think they their photo oh, they, need, they need to turn in the badge. Their identities need to be outed. Everyone mm-hmm. needs to know who these pieces of shit are. Everyone needs to know they cannot be trusted. They cannot be believed in. They are not out for public safety. They are out for themselves. And everyone needs to know that. And their lives need to be utterly and completely destroyed. Yes. Because they're catching a five-year-old child. Yes. The cops need to be doxxed like a motherfucker. And I hate to like bring up personal shit, but as a victim of child molestation at, at a three-year-old status from a 19-year-old uh, kid, mm-hmm. uh, he got five years. Not because of me, but because he his little brother was found molesting his little sister because he had molested him. I'm sorry, wow. but that motherfucker mm-hmm. should have rotted. Yeah. Didn't, but this kid is being threatened for... <laughs> Saving basically somebody like me, nah. Mm. And everyone, everyone involved, everyone active in the anarchist community, we all know how much that right now, in particular, oh, with, yeah, with... we all know how deep this is hitting right now because we all know what's happening. Oh, yeah. us, we all know. I don't even need to say his name, and I refuse to say his fucking name because fuck that piece of shit. Yep. Yeah, absolutely, dude. We all know oh, I... we all know what the fuck he did. I mean, and the fact that he's still breathing is because there's a big enough distance between me and him. Yep. Yeah. Now there wasn't. There almost wasn't. He's only two hours north of me. But he didn't run south like I needed him to. He's, he's in St. Paul. I'm in Lacrosse. There's about a two-hour drive between me and there. It's a hop, skip, and a jump. And I wanted to make that run so bad. I didn't, but I wanted. Oh, I, I, I fucking feel you on that, dude. And I, what I want to say about this whole thing is, is that, like, I have zero tolerance for this bullshit. And anybody that's within the anarchist community that thinks that you can fucking have a child consent can go fuck themselves. If you think, like... All right, so don't get me wrong. The age of consent law is bullshit because you can't arbitrarily decide somebody's unable to consent. 
I will give you that. However, there is a hard line, and a five-year-old is not above that line. No. A five-year-old cannot consent. A six-year-old, seven-year-old, eight-year-old, nine-year-old, ten-year-old, they can't informed consent. They can't. And if you think they can, you can feel free to call me out publicly, and I would love to meet you in a dark alley. Yeah, I'm Seriously. Uh, have that discussion. I, I Googled it. Um, I'm looking for like some sort of sentencing guidelines, and I'm seeing three years, five years, seven years. Well, uh, Rich, slap on Rich, the wrist, man. Richard's facing two to eight. Here's the thing. Eight. If and what should, what should calm him is this. One, he's morally right. Above everything else and everything that he is facing – he is absolutely morally right, and he oh, should never hang his head for what he did, ever, regardless of what the government does to him. Mm-hmm. Ever. Never hang your head. Never regret that, and never shy away from the fact of owning that, that you defended a child. And on top of that, even if if he goes to jury trial and somehow that jury is a bunch of complete blithering idiots... <laughs> Let's say hypothetically, and that's not going to happen. I can guarantee. Oh, God, no. But even let's say that does. None of the prisoners are ever going to screw with you for what you did. Mm -mm. And you will have probably 50 grand in your commissary. Yeah, right. So you will live comfortably as hell. Well, that's kind of the whole thing in prison is that they have like a code that like, Oh, Pedos are, are like the fucking like you know what I mean. Like if you get found out that you fucked with a kid, and you're in jail, mm-hmm. they will yeah. fucking straight up kill you. That's Last why they don't put Pedos in jail. In prison, the jail, the jail, it's a little bit less. But once you go to like the the state prison level or the federal yeah, yeah. level, yeah, oh, you're toast. Oh, yeah, the, the the jail that I was in the last time I, I was in jail, not that I've ever been arrested, obviously. It's public knowledge, whatever. I was <laughs> but anyway, last time I was in jail in, in my cell block, they made the mistake of accidentally putting a dude who's a chomo in that cell block. And they had to emergency pull him out and move him to the chomo block before the nightly news ran because everyone had already somehow heard what had happened and knew his mm-hmm. name. Yep. And so when they found Word out around quick, man. Everyone <laughs> was planning on making sure that he didn't make it through the night. Yep. Now, the other thing that he needs to uh, this guy needs to remember is that let's pretend the worst case scenario happens. He's he's taken away from his family for 8 years. His child that he didn't get to see born that he didn't get to see grow up to eight years old. Once they're old enough to understand why dad couldn't be there, they're going to be like, no, that's cool, dude. He's a hero. He's a hero to a ton of people and don't ever think. And that's the thing. And I know that that's one of the things he's worried about, right? He's worried about the idea that his kid, his, his girl aren't going to be taken care of. Uh, He doesn't need to worry about that. Not at all. We will all take care of that child. We will take care of your girl. We will make sure that they have all the money, everything that they ever need. You do too. Until you get out. If the state goes that direction, but they're not going to anyway. Oh, there's there's MCs in Ohio that would be all over this and be like, okay, we got her back. 
Yeah. yeah. There's. Are you kidding me? There are entire organized criminal organizations who will go out of their way to have his back. Yeah. <laughs> so. oh. I mean, it, it says a ton about his character, honestly, and that's like really all that matters because oh. fucking that speaks for itself. Oh, he's got my respect. Yeah, yeah absolutely, absolutely. And I am, I am not an easy person for me to respect you. And mm-hmm. absolutely, man. Mm-hmm. absolutely. All right. All right, let's get on to a lighter subject. Uh, we can, we can, like, we can literally do an entire podcast on that article and what he did and the morality of it, and then how that would be taken care of in a stateless society. Yep. But uh, I'm fucking my. I feel my blood pressure. My blood pressure going up. Yeah, man. <laughs> That's my secret. Oh. I'm angry. <laughs> Great. Okay, green man. Uh, okay, uh, government to pizzeria. Uh, you can paint a mural, just not one that features pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I need to smoke more pot for this. <laughs> oh, this is too much. I'm not stoned enough to understand. <laughs> Seriously, I, this shit is too much for me. <laughs> it's just all right. Okay, you guys, there's there's the mural. You guys see it? All right, it's a mural. You guys yep. see it? It's awesome. It's, oh, it's, cool. it's, it's fantastic. It, it, it looks nice. it looks really good. In my in my yeah. opinion, that looks really really good. I'd eat pizza there. Yeah. Um, both commercial freedom and creative freedom suffered a devastating blow in Arlington, Virginia, this past week. County officials have forced the local pizza joint to paint over a mural that adorned the side of the uh, that adorned the outside of the restaurant. In November of last year, local favorite goodies spruced up the exterior of its location with a mural depicting pizza alongside various common toppings such as mushrooms, tomatoes, and olives. The idea was to, quote, get a little more attention from the people walking by, owner Glenda Alvarez told the local news site. (laughs) Unfortunately for Alvarez and her business, the mural turned out to be against the law. Under Arlington County sign code, no mural depicted on the outside of a business may depict the product sold inside. Wow. Uh, <laughs> what? So uh, I mean, I, I am shocked that a business might want to paint a mural. <laughs> Does that mean Little Caesars <laughs> is literally not allowed in whatever this is? Probably. Yep. Uh, for, okay. Um. Had the pizzeria or had the pizzeria's mural featured car parts, clothing, or something else that the restaurant doesn't sell, the artwork most likely have escaped the enforcer's notice. Instead, zoning officials promptly notified the business that it was out of compliance and that its exterior would likely have to be repainted. This past week, the mushrooms and olive gave way to a uniform lime green paint job. Spark plugs and like water pumps and like brake plugs and shit on a pizza. <laughs> only like, it been, like, yeah. Forcing, yeah, forcing, <laughs> forcing to repaint a mural because of uh, because of its content is not just pity. According to Robert Fromer, an attorney with the Libertarian Institute for Justice, it is unconstitutional. If a code says that, quote, Seriously. certain subjects or topics are prohibited. He explains that means it's quote preventing you from speaking on certain subjects just because you don't like the message. Therefore, he argues it violates the First Amendment. 
Arlington County or argued that its regulations existed to protect the county's aesthetic and prevent drivers from being distracted by flashy by flashy advertisements. Oh Jesus Christ. The federal court ultimately sided with the government in, in 2012. <sighs> flashy ever and I bet you there's those fucking digital billboards. Yeah, right. I can guarantee you somewhere in that county is Those are distracting billboards. as fuck. Okay. In 2011, uh, Frommer and the Institute of Justice sued Arlington over a similar case of mural censorship. That time, officials told uh, Wagmore Dogs, a dog grooming business, that a canine depicting mural on the exterior wall of its building, which happened to face a dog park, would have would have to be covered by a tarp until it could be repainted. Are you fucking kidding me? The, the, dog, the dogs were getting distracted and running into a wall. That's what. Oh God! Oh, the the horror of dogs seeing a painting of a dog. I. Oh my. I think what I think that's what uh, Slink would call fucking uh, Yankee Virginia, Northern uh, Virginia, right? It's he. He would flat out call this and call me bullshit. Yeah, he would. <laughs> uh, yeah, but you're loud. Yeah, Yankee like, Virginia. It, it's just it's 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 absurd. Like, why do you even have to like <laughs> fucking like nitpick at shit like that? Like, it's like it's I, totally I unnecessary. Just, what? Okay, my, my thing. My thing. Okay, this 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 is this is my thing. This is my thing on it. Like, you can't do the pizza because you can't depict what's inside right mm -hmm. but if they had anything else like if they had auto parts on the side like yeah. it would be okay but like how is the weird. auto parts not distracting they, but somehow they literally yeah. going into a brick oven is distracting so here, right? here's what could literally happen under the city ordinance and be allowed is auto parts store half a block down they can get painted on their wall the pizza there you the go the pizza go. With, uh, and a dude they, and yep. pizza place <laughs> the auto parts painted on their thing. Bam! The big middle bitch. finger. Loophole. And it is completely legal <laughs> for this to happen. But Send if the you letter. switch the Let locations, <laughs> oh, they're distracted drivers. <laughs> what? So I could have like a, a laser tag place with like advertised super male vitality on the outside. <laughs> Dude, are you kidding me? If I was a porn advertiser, I would pay to paint murals on the side of every single fucking thing. <laughs> the one that it's filmed at. All of them. Exactly. Oh, in the town at all. No, every single building down Main Street. Boobs, 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 boobs. Because go fuck yourselves. That is, is getting pounded out. Don't worry, all the conservatives <laughs> that are watching this will make sure they're male nipples, not female nipples. Yeah, it, <laughs> exactly. The breast itself yeah. will be female, but the that nipple definitely. Oh yeah, you just you just got you guys got to tell people they self-identify as male nipples. Yeah, yeah. They, they, hey, there or, you go. Or you Bang. just uh, you make Bang. sure you just one or two little hairs. That's <laughs> I've hair nipples. Could you milk it's me? Like, it's like mental judo using their <laughs> fucking bullshit tricks against them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just... <laughs> Sorry. Uh, <laughs> yeah. See, like the, this this next story, this this couple should have just self-identified as a Rite Aid. 
or CBS <laughs> Farm. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Florida Cup. Flo- this, it had to be done. Yeah, this, 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 is, this is the real Triple D right here. Florida couple built drive through a window at mobile home to sell to sell drugs. Personally, I don't Dr- drive through drug dealing. Can you imagine? I mean, and cap is fuck. Yeah, imagine this world for a moment. I get into my car. I drive. Not even my car. No, no, no. I get into an Uber because it would be unsafe for me to drive. I then get a ride. To a drive-thru window. I get my pot. I buy a shit ton of it. I smoke some of it as I drive. I get a drive-thru window at Taco Bell. I then also get Taco Bell. <laughs> what has what what has transpired that is you know, you know, a human being? You know, you know, what how, a they were, you know world. how they were caught, right? God. You know how they were caught, right? They had a mural on the side of the mobile home of a pop. <laughs> no. But you were depicting no. it, it's like just a, it's like fucking Heisenberg and just like not the fact yeah. that you were selling drugs, but the fact that you depicted what you were selling on the inside. <laughs> if it had only been on the <laughs> we would have been okay. If you, yeah, if you if you did just, if your mural if your mural would have been oranges we never would have exactly we would have like, ah, I mean, left yeah. you alone yeah um a Florida couple was arrested last week after they were caught allegedly selling drugs out of the drive-through window they constructed out of the side of their mobile home William Parrish Jr. and Mackenzie Dobbs of uh, of Cala, Florida were arrested on August 23rd after investigators raided their mobile home following reports of four drug overdoses in the area. <laughs> Oh, wow. Ocala police, said the, Ocala police said the couple had turned a kitchen window into a drive-thru so customers would not have to constantly enter and exit their home, potentially drawing unwanted attention. <laughs> like a drive-thru window. Like a Hold on. The house had signs directing people where to drive and indicated whether it was oh closed or open. <laughs> Dude! I don't even. They literally, they literally I'm have dead. an open. They literally have an open sign in the or open and close sign in the window. There aren't even, there aren't even words for the ball. That's I oh mean, my goodness! No. Holy. Oh, I'm crying over here. I mean, that's like I, imaginary number negative black fuck given. Oh my god! Okay. Uh, like you were like, I didn't know. That's like agorism beyond yeah. any. Oh, you, oh well, you know what? I sell fi- I sell unregulated raw milk. I'm an agorist. No, you know what? Those motherfuckers are agorists. You never get to say that you're an agorist again. They had signs directing people <laughs> where to go. They, had, a, that they, had, they had an open and closed sign in the window. Dude. The <laughs> like, balls. God <laughs> damn it. I know. Like, I mean, it was retarded because obviously you're going to get caught. But, dude, that was amazing. <laughs> right? And it is oh. a little that four people died because apparently they're selling too pure of shit. But, and yeah. again, they're selling good quality shit in an efficient reliable manner there's signage and no offending murals i don't see what anyone's complaining about parish 32 was charged with driving under the influence keeping a dwelling used to sell drugs position of drugs with intent to sell and resisting arrest without violence without Dobbs, 
Without wait, what? What? <laughs> what? Yeah. yeah. Resisting <laughs> arrest without violence. How do you resist resist arrest without violence? I'm gonna reenact. You're under arrest. No, I'm not. What is? <laughs> I'm I'm gonna reenact. It's you're under arrest. No, I'm not. No, 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 no. Dobbs twenty has been charged with keeping a dwelling used to sell drugs, possession of drugs with intent to sell, possession of fentanyl, possession of fentanyl with intent to sell. Whoa. There you go. That's, that's, that's why. why I had these. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, I was just going to say uh, that. William Parrish Sr. said, yeah, William Parrish Sr. said his son had been, quote, trying to get himself straightened out and maintain and maintain reports of overdoses were a lie. Well, I mean, he was operating a thriving business. I mean, he's trying to get himself straightened out. He was straightened out, man. He was operating a reliable, efficient advertised business. <laughs> marketing was Every, really yeah, everything was great, dude. Uh, just people can't like, wait. I mean, how many, how many drugs dealers have an open and close sign in the window? <laughs> that is, I'm just, I don't know, but I'm just saying. That is, I will never, I will never feel or as like straight up. Don't like give- Fuck, as a drug dealer with a drive-through like, window, like the, the, the only the only thing missing is like a stuffed anarchy ball next to it. <laughs> right? Can you imagine? Can you imagine like a, a black and gray, like fucking mascot character to advertise? <laughs> like he's just like a baggy with a, a black rock in him. Like the sign is in shape of a needle. <laughs> or, you know what else would this work? way to savings i don't <laughs> what also those giant like uh like balloon men that just sit there and flop yeah the wacky flailing arm inflatable tube man but he's like you know a, like a needle <laughs> or you get a guy that like you know the guys that flip the signs of shit and like do the fucking wild shit with the sign and just make a sign that's uh, in the shape of a syringe <laughs> and just, he's just like, hey, hey, hey. And like, just, and the, no, the wacky flailing arm inflatable tube man is just an arm, and he just pushes the syringe into the arm occasionally. <laughs> and, dude, oh my goodness, oh, I can't even like that is fucking amazing. The, yeah, that is some wild I do, shit. I, I do feel bad about the. <laughs> I don't. Sort of. No, I don't um, at all. Like you od That's your drug. Yeah, that's on, that's on your source. Yeah. Well, I guess, uh, I guess it depends on whether or not they knew fentanyl was probably in it. Oh, I guarantee. If they were going, if they were going there, I guarantee they knew. They knew. Yeah, they probably knew. And here's the thing. Here's the other thing with that too. Is remember if this was a legit, able to be a legit business, and that's important. If it was able, it's not that he's not willing. Able. To be a legit in the you know in the open business, he could tell people, "Hey, we advertise X amount of fentanyl added to our mm-hmm. mixture." Yep, and he would be able to do that, and people would know. But because it's black market, that shit can't yep. be on there. And it's and it's what what he did what they did is really no different than CVS handing out you know uh, oxycodone. It's true. Yeah, you know so. Yeah, Brett. Brett Goff says he used to use a red light and a green light bulbs in the front porch to let customers know if they could stop by. Huh. Nice. Still That's not. Cool. Still not as. Cool, still not as cool as the open close sign and having a drink. I. I actually. I talked to a dude who. Um, 
Oh, how do I tell you without outing? Uh, basically, he was a guy who was really, really huge in the uh, cocaine scene in, in Miami in the 80s uh, and early 90s. And <laughs> he talked about the fact that he actually had people who would park red or green cars at the end of the street, depending on whether he was open. A little and he he mentioned that uh and that dude uh made a large sum of money doing <laughs> although to be fair we also heard about the uh the guy that delivers um there's a i can i can call around here and, and have it delivered um also one of the big things around here is the the curtains having the curtains open or closed yeah, that makes sense. Too. If it's open for business, you're not. No, no, yeah. the other way around. The other way around. If the curtains are closed, then you guys can come in and buy. Right, right. But because you don't, because you don't want, because you don't want open curtains when you're buying, because that makes yeah. sense. People can Great. see. Everybody sees it. No, that makes mm -hmm. sense. Yeah. And mm -hmm. You know what? And that's and it's and that's what's funny is, as a, as an anarchist, I I always point out like, hey, you should be able to take into your own body what you want. Mm -hmm. You should be able to do what you want. And I always have people, oh, you're just a drug addict. Oh, you just like pot, whatever. I literally do no illegal drugs. Yep. Ever. Mm -hmm. I, I don't. It's I, a personal I, right to choose. I don't either because it's technically legal in the state of California. Well, right. But it's not legal in Wisconsin. I don't do pot. I don't, I don't smoke pot. I don't do any illegal drugs whatsoever anymore, ever. And not that I ever have, but I, I never was, ever <laughs> yet. Uh, but I, I haven't and, and, and I don't, and I don't. And yet you still have all these people, all these statists that want to say, oh, well, you just want people to be able to buy pop because you want to be able to just get stoned. Well, and I mean, even for me who has like a disease that actually could be helped by say marijuana, I wouldn't smoke it anyway because I don't like how it, it makes me feel. I don't. Well, it would help with the pain. And, it, I, and there are plenty of illegal drugs that would probably help my PTSD, but... Yeah, uh, I'd recommend shrooms. But, oh. yeah, I mean, I used to do drugs. I mean, I still do, but I used to, too. <laughs> you know, Mitch right. was also from the Twin Cities. Uh, Alright, one, one, more, one more last quick article, and then... Uh... We're we're right at two hours, but I want to I want to get this this uh, this last one because I know I know Andrew's been in this situation, um, as oh. I have as I'm also. So, uh, uh, Roanoke Roanoke County bans sleeping in cars. This Slank. is Roanoke, yeah, Roanoke County, at? Virginia. Uh, <laughs> so it's now illegal to spend the night in your car in Roanoke County. Uh, the Roanoke County Board of Supervisors approved a new ordinance that prohibits anyone from sleeping or living in their car, even on private property. If you're caught, you could face up to $250 fine. However, the law does not apply to napping. If you need to pull over for a nap to travel safely, you will not be prosecuted. County officials said when people or say when people when people sleep in cars, it makes neighborhoods look bad. It's a safety concern and presents several health issues. They've, safety concern they've, for what? They've added that there's only been one case recently. Quote, no, it's not a major ongoing problem, just an occasional issue that has been brought to our attention, says Peter Libick, a senior assistant attorney with the county. The law went into effect immediately. 
So, I, I mean, other than just targeting homeless people, first off. There's literally no one else. Um, No. Eh, no, there's literally. Hold up, hold up. There, there is there's, one there's, other <laughs> thing I can think of. Instead of driving home while you're drunk, mm-hmm. you throw the keys into the back seat of the car, you take Fall a nap, asleep. you no longer are a danger to the fucking rest of society, and that's going to get you at 250 But, but... It can really probably only be enforced if you're on a street. So if you're on private property. But the problem no, is no, that's the art the article says even on private property. That's what oh. I oh my god. And that's that's where I Which means even in a bar's parking lot, yep, you wind even, up even if you were like in my on you know, in my driveway. Like if you guys if like if you were if you were drinking and, and you guys got into a fight and Andrew went to go sleep in his car, like that would be illegal. Yeah. According to this law. Which is absolutely fucking yeah. ridiculous because what this what this is doing is actually then once again, kind of like the drunk driving laws, if you're not actually truly intoxicated, what it's doing is you have two options. You can walk down the street where you're super intoxicated and gonna get drunk in public. Or hit you, hit you you can, a public intoxication, yeah. Yeah. Or you can then jump in the car, get home really quick, and endanger everybody on the way. But possibly avoid the ticket but possibly avoid the ticket so this is doing more of that same shit well even ignoring that even ignoring the public even more even ignoring that ignoring that what it's intended to do is victimize the most vulnerable people of society it's intended to invict to victimize the homeless yeah it, that's what that's what it is it's it's criminalizing homelessness and and i've been right. homeless multiple times and i was lucky enough to have a car to sleep in once mm-hmm. um and not for very long um but you what do you 250 well, yeah, like because I have two hundred. If I had two hundred and fifty dollars in my pocket, and I was homeless, do you think you would catch me sleeping in my car? Yeah, exactly. I guarantee you, I'm spending seventy dollars of that on a hotel room for the night or a cheap motel room for mm-hmm. the night. I'm getting, I'm getting a, hot, a hell of a lot more comfortable. Unless I'm I getting, I'm getting a hot, I'm getting a hot shower. I'm getting some good food, and I'm washing my fucking clothes. Right. Yep. Exactly. exactly. And that's what I'm doing. I'm $250 when you're homeless is a fortune. Mm-hmm. A fortune. $250 is an incredible amount of money when you're homeless. And it, it really, really is. I can't even tell you how much that money, much money would have meant to me. Uh, and <laughs> the idea that you would set up uh, a law to basically say, and and I want to point this out too, because a lot of conservatives support things like this. Mm-hmm. A lot of Republicans support things like that. Mm-hmm. So let me point out, do you know who most of the veterans that you see walking down those, those streets, that you see sleeping in cars, that you yep. see in, in these little cardboard boxes and things, you know who most of those people are? They're veterans, man. Mm-hmm. See, and what... The other thing that makes this law really, really weird is, is if you're sleeping in your car, then it's a crime. But if you're napping in your car, it's not a crime. So, what are they going to do? Sit there, sit there. Do they they have a time limit? They have a stopwatch. Oh, he's been. uh, 
one one hour 59 minutes 58 seconds 59 seconds two hours two hours in a minute okay who he's sleeping nap man right. who defines a nap? i'm assuming that yeah. that's protecting like truck drivers would be my guess truck drivers and well, uh, commuters 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 is a big thing not just not truck because could truckers truckers have certain laws that they have to pull over for a certain number of hours in, in a given 48 hours um but like for commuters people that that commute an hour two hours each way um like when when i was having to go into san francisco uh and it, it was it was 90 minutes to go to go 65 miles and there were times where i would be coming home and there would be traffic and it'd be like 7 30 at night and i haven't eaten yet and i and i just like my my eyes started to close and i would pull over for 20 minutes mm-hmm. and then and then make it home well what constitutes a nap and what constitutes you know exactly. sleeping in your it's another, vehicle? Exactly. It's another subjective bullshit fucking law. When I was when I was homeless, I I mean every time it I didn't sleep much. I didn't sleep much because I had to keep on the move because you stay in one place too long, cops find you mm-hmm. and they fuck with you. Like yeah, we have we have really bad here. We have a what they call the sit lie laws. Or like if, if you're if you're sitting or laying in public for more than like twenty minutes at a time, you know they they can they can give you a ticket and it's a it's a nuisance it's a nuisance ticket. That's I mean, and, and again, that's what it is. It's criminalizing homeless, and the reason that they're doing it, the reason that they're doing it, isn't because it's a serious problem. It's because having to face the reality of what they've created, uh huh, of the housing crises. Of the all of the homeless veterans who can't adapt mm-hmm. back to this bullshit world that they want to create, all of these other things that because of that, they don't want to have to face it. And so, to avoid facing it, they outlaw, they criminalize it, they fine us and make us move to avoid these fines or throw us in prison. But either way, they don't have to look at us anymore. Because yep. every time they have to look at us, then suddenly now they have to face the reality of what they did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the bottom line is that the majority of people, especially the majority of homeless between the ages of like, I, I want to say it's like 19 and 45 or something. Uh, 19, 19, 30, 19 and 34 or something like that, yeah. Yeah, uh, are veterans. Mm-hmm. And... The reason for that is because veterans come home, they can't adapt, they can't deal with it, they have PTSD, they have all these other issues, they have maybe drug dependence, alcohol dependence, all these other things, and they can't hold down a job, they can't do these things, they lose their place to live, they they lose their families, whatever. No one wants to deal with them anymore because rather than going, in, in general, rather than going, oh, hey, this person who I ostensibly love and care about is going through a really, really tough time and is struggling and is having all these problems. And maybe I should care enough about them to give them a place to stay and help them out, maybe push them to seek counseling and whatever else, because I love that person. But most people, you know what? The the the, the moment that that becomes a burden, they don't want that. They don't they don't want to do yeah, that. Run out county, I just looked it up, is only 251 square miles. Uh, and has a population a uh, little over ninety four thousand, right? Which means so it's it's small. It's smaller than my count. It's smaller than my city. 
Right, which means that it's sparsely populated as it mm. is, which means that this is aimed at making sure that the veterans who come home mm -hmm. can't adapt again, get out. That they get shoved mm. under the rug. They get tossed out again. They get thrown into the dumpster and dumped out with the trash because it's an inconvenience. All of a sudden, it's an inconvenience. It's an inconvenience to have to face people who maybe can't do what you want them to do who maybe can't live in the world that you want them to live and maybe it's your fucking fault in the first place maybe you demanded that they go do what they did that fucked them up and then they come home and now you have to face the reality of the consequences of what you did and you don't want to have to face that and that's what it's about it's about not, not only having to face consequences, not having to face realities, because homelessness is a reality and a consequence of what these people in the upper middle class and middle class and upper class want to do to those people in lo the lower class and in the working class. There's like it's there's like nine homeless shelters in the county. And not only that, but like returning vets, it's like once they've done done their tours or whatever, it's like you're you're no longer of any use. So you're, you're not you're you're disposable. You're garbage. Uh, here's here's yeah. an art here's an article from October two thousand eighteen that says that uh, homelessness is actually down from previous years. Right, which means it's a decreasing problem for them. Yes. And they still passed it because there were probably a few people mm -hmm. who they knew. I can almost guarantee it. I bet you it's people that the people who passed that law knew and had known. It's a small enough community. They knew these people. 317 people are homeless in the region. 317 people. So think about this statistically. They knew those people. They probably knew them before they went to war. Mm -hmm. Look, I mean, purely on statistics. I'm not even basing this on anybody. Like, this is statistically the case. Uh, let's see. Of of the people of the of that number, uh, ninety six point ninety six point five percent of the people surveyed said they're staying in shelters. With three point five of them staying uh, in unsheltered locations. So three point five percent of the three hundred ninety six. So literally, like, what is that? Like forty people? Yeah. Not not even that. Not even that many. Yeah. Like, which means, and the city council is probably what fifteen people, or the county council, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> which means <coughs> that statistically likely, they're, what they're what they're trying to do. It's also articles <laughs> said that uh. That the, the shelters will hold as many as 500 people. So what they're trying to do is push people into the shelters where they can be controlled. Controlled because they're scared of them. Yep. Whether they're actually a danger or not. So. These people. And I mean, here's the thing. And this is why I push the, that whole idea of veterans so hard. Is because Republicans so often don't want to face it. And want to say that they're pro-vet and anti-government and are neither no when you push it um here's the thing is what you what these people are doing is they are shoving pe they're sending people to war 
they're indoctrinating people and convincing them to go to war. That's going to be this glorious, wonderful thing. They go, they get screwed up. They do horrible things. They come home screwed up. They can't adapt to their society. And then their solution is, well, you didn't come back as this glorious, wonderful person that you left as. So I don't want to have to face that there are consequences to the decisions that I make. So I'm going to go ahead and shove you under the rug. Oh, you won't go under the rug? I have to see you every day? Let me go ahead and make sure that you have to go to the shelter that I get to control, that I don't have to see. That will steal your stuff, make sure that yep, you can't Yep, that will have take everything. Mm-hmm. Take everything from you. Because shelters, homeless shelters, and I, I know people who haven't been homeless mm-hmm. don't realize it. Homeless shelters take everything. They hold on to all your stuff in a locked room. So mm-hmm. everything that you own, essentially, your clothes, mm-hmm. your personal belongings, everything, has to fit into whatever your little storage unit that you're allotted is. And it gets locked away from you. And on top of that, if you start working while you live at that homeless shelter, they will take 10 to 15% out of your paycheck. It's a terrible spiral. And it's not even that they take 10 to 15 They also take the rest of the paycheck, what they're not taking, and they put it in an account for you, and they give you an allowance, what they think you need to live day to day. So... You are treated like a child. So if you are a vet who has gone to combat and have been expected to be an independent, hardcore individual, an adult who is capable of functioning without anyone helping, who is capable of defending the weak and the defenseless and everything else, and you did that successfully and you came home, you are now presented with, sorry, we're going to treat you like an infant now. Yep. And we're going to demand that you do these things. And if you don't, and we have to kick you out, now we're going to go ahead and fine you $250 for finding the only shelter that you have left. And we're going to keep finding you every time we find you in this area, even though it might be the only area in the United States you've really ever lived or felt comfortable. We're going to go ahead and kick you out, essentially, just so that we don't have to face the consequences, the larger consequences, the human consequences of our actions. And this is what they do. And they do it to us over and over and over again. And veterans are victimized on every freaking level all the time and then on top of that you have the freaking anarchist community who wants to sit there and wants to stare at all the veterans and call us all baby killers and call us all these terrible names oh god i hate that brutalist bullshit man victimized by everyone every step of the way our entire fucking lives Mm-hmm. For years and years and years, and we get victimized over and over again. We get victimized by the government. We get victimized by the people that we thought we could trust. And now we get victimized by the anarchists because we turned anarchists because we understood that we didn't get anything from all the people that we thought we could trust. And then they want to sit there and go, well, why do you hate us? See, veterans are <laughs> terrible people. Because you're yeah, pieces right. of shit. That's yep. what. Um, my yeah. God, what state is this in? Roanoke, Roanoke County, Virginia. That's what I figured. So it means that in the winter, people. Yeah, it's it's on. Yeah, it's on the it's on the the West Virginia border. See, like I had to see what my dad dealt with with the VA and shit. Like they fucking treated him like fucking garbage. The VA Mm -hmm. is notorious for that. Ah, the VA giving veterans an additional opportunity to die for their (laughs) country. Yeah, dude. (laughs) It was like nothing but like fucking run around. 
Well, and they throw opiates at the problem. It's just opiates. It's it's opiates and it's drugs and it creates more homelessness and more drug dependency and it's a fucked it's a fucked up spiral. It's just it's like it's like reason number seven thousand four hundred and thirteen that I <laughs> don't support the government because they do right. shit like this. Yeah. And that's the thing. And it and you know what? And this is this law that you can't sleep in your car, but you can nap in your car. What it does is it basically forces people who have no alternative to drive around in circles and spend money on fuel or which, which they might not have. Which they might not have, and they might not have that money and everything else. Or find some hidden place to sleep, which I got pretty damn good at. I was already good at it because I got shown how to do it in the first fucking place. But I was pretty good at it. But there are a lot of guys who don't know. They don't know how to find good places to sleep. They don't know bushcraft. They don't know how to live like that. And they get stuck. And then you get stuck in this spiral. And then $250 fine, $250 fine, $250 fine. And they can either go to the shelters or maybe all the shelters kicked them out because they overstayed their welcomes. Because they most shelters only give you three months at most before they kick you out. Mm-hmm. Three months. I think around around here it's um I think around here, I think it's I want to say it's like 60 days. Uh, if you're in a shelter for 60 days, consistency consistently, they'll try to try to move you to a uh, to to temporary housing, hmm. um, and then that's that's got a waiting list like crazy. So yeah, so imagine, I mean, like, and anyone who has a home, who's always had a home, who's never experienced homelessness, I challenge you to consider the scenario that you wind up homeless suddenly, and first of all, consider. What are your first thoughts? Your first thoughts, I know from experience, are, well, what do I do with all my stuff? Mm-hmm. They're not even you. It's your stuff. What? Where do I put all my stuff? Yeah. That's your first thought. Your second thought, once all of your stuff is confiscated, because it inevitably will be. Or thrown out on the street, yeah. Yeah, now you have nothing. Nothing. And you don't know where to go. And you don't know what resources are there. And you don't know who to talk to. Tell me that in 90 days you've rebuilt your life because I guarantee you, you have not. Nope. Nope. So what do you do? What do you do? It's been three months. <laughs> hired you. you. You don't have a job. You don't have an income. You don't have a place to stay. You don't have clothes. Good luck getting a job, by the way. Yeah. Without, yeah. You know, all of clothes. All of which. All of which is hampered by government. Yep. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Good luck with that. Because also, people can't legally hire you unless you have a permanent address. Right. Either. They can't even actually hire you unless you have a permanent address. So good yeah, luck it's so retarded. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's like almost that's almost set up to like deter people that are homeless from getting fucking employment. It is. It is. Absolutely is because they're just hoping people will just die. They're well, hoping no, they're no, hoping no, 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 no. No, again, poor. they're 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 collateral on the international bond market. Right? A, a a fearful uh fearful people and poor people are easy to control. Yeah. They need you to be so scared of the idea of homelessness that you will mm-hmm. keep working. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think George Carlin said something like that, and that's and that's what it is. And they oh, and then the, and then they'll then they'll tell you, oh, well, you should have got an education. Yeah, 
<laughs> yeah, except that I I've been homeless three times. I have a better education than you, Mister. You should have gotten an education. Yeah, I, right. You're probably better I, than you have. Probably have a better education than most of the people that run those shelters. Yep. I do. <laughs> I have at least one more degree than almost everybody who runs those shelters. Mm -hmm. No. And no. you know what? You know what that got me? That still got me homeless. <laughs> like that's, it didn't yeah. help anything. Oh exactly. boy! I think oh, and then and then conversations with the guy who was wearing underwear outside his pants when I was yeah. living in the little tent city. Boy, that helped. <laughs> Thank God. I can tell you how much poison you're trying to give me when they're trying to medicate me, but you know. Oh, helpful. I don't what. Yeah, fuck government. Absolutely. Just, and you know what? Fuck government, but you know who should be fucked so much harder are the people who enable them. Uh -huh. Oh, yeah. Because without a bunch of people. And I'm not even talking about the bludgies because they're their own level of demonic, evil pieces of shit. I'm not even talking about that. <laughs> I'm talking about fucking Sally Soccer Mom who backs the blue. I'm talking about the people who want to sit there and vote and say oh. you have to vote. The people who display their I voted stickers proudly. The people who want to um, say, well, we need to support the the, the liberal the liberal teachers. The teacher, yeah, the, the I mean, not even just teachers, the people who happily ha contribute to unions that they know contribute oh. to political candidates. The people who uh, want to say, but who will build the roads? The people... All of these people fuck them so much. The MAGA hat wearing fuck tarts. Exactly. <laughs> Those people, the people who want, who support AOC and Bernie Sanders and fucking Hillary Clinton, the people who wanted to scream angrily when Trump was voted into office as if that was any different than if Hillary. Can we just, can we just run a, a, a hate fuck? Hate fuck train on, on AOC. Can that, can, <laughs> that, can, that be, can that be like episode 58? <laughs> I'm gonna know make it happen. FYI, I you can join her. I'm, all right, I mean you can you can jump in the train too. Only but here's, never mind that that's inappropriate. I can see that sick. I guarantee you. I guarantee you. Your shit. mom. Your mom is probably not watching. That's okay. No, my mom uh, stopped after 15 yeah. minutes. She called me twice. Yeah. Here's here's the point though. Is look. With as much as the bludgies are to blame for government power, and as much as the people in power are to blame for government power, the people who are most to blame for all of the horrible shit you yep. see every day are the people who go, well, I don't want to make waves. Yep. The people who try to, oh, well, I'll pay, I pay my taxes, and I, pay, I, I just live my life, and I don't, I don't really want to be an upset yep. apathy they're pretty they're pretty much like the agent smiths of the fucking matrix they are the worst mm -hmm. of the human mm -hmm. beings on planet earth because at <laughs> least at yep. least the bludgies stand for something yep Ap apathy apathy is antithetical to freedom
It you sure know, is. that's that's a Jason Booth original. You guys can quote me on that if you want to. I can disagree. Absolutely. Here's the thing: is I can disagree with people who want to violently enforce the edicts of government and mm-hmm. be willing to fight them yep. as opponents. But the people who just don't want to make waves, just don't have an opinion. I used to say that a wolf. I, I used to say that a wolf all the time. Um, that uh, uh, a person, a person that 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 does the research and and reads and thinks and and mulls things over and and comes to their own individual conclusion on something, even if I disagree, even if I adamantly disagree, I can at least respect that person. Yep. Yeah. But a, a sheep or a, a person that is totally apathetic to the situation, fuck you. Like I have I have no respect for you. The, I have zero the, respect for So people. I'm gonna I'm gonna speak up here a little bit because Uh-oh, up I'm until I met Andrew, I didn't even know that there was a problem. Mm-hmm. I mean well, I knew a that lot, there was a lot something of people wrong, don't. but I didn't necessarily know that there was a problem. So I do disagree with the fuck everyone that is apathetic because well, I was that person, but purely because I didn't know to look for said problem. I think we were all that that person at one point in time before, you know. But everyone really well, I never got that keep, opportunity. Keep in. Anarchists, though, as anarchists, though, we forget that. We forget that yeah. that's where we came from. And it can't be, well, well fuck uh, everyone. Because no, it's, no, 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 no. There's fuck the people that know. No, 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 you're, 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 you're getting me wrong. Like I, I'll, I'll, I'll say fuck them, right? Because they're, they're the ones that truly perpetuate things. But well, right. Just because I say that doesn't mean I, I treat them like shit. Well, right. It's just it's there's a very fine line there though that we have to remember that it's we need to educate. Yeah, that's going to turn people off. And if point. Honest, I per- personally, I, I honestly find more success in communicating with people that disagree with me than I do with people that are apathetic. Because a person that disagrees with me at least has some knowledge of the system and, yeah. and has and has some of their own opinions, hopefully. Right. And and but, I can respect people who have opinions, opinions like mm-hmm. formed intelligent like they, they've evaluated things they're informed but disagree with me i have respect for that and i can deal with that the problem is the majority of people say they do but their opinion has been formed because somebody at the dentist's office had the view on two days ago oh god <laughs> i mean that's that that Joe behard literally makes my balls shiver <laughs> I mean, that, shit, that shit is inexcusable you live in the age of information you live in a world where information is less than a tenth of a second away mm-hmm. almost the entire compendium of human knowledge is accessible through this I little just, fucker I, I just i just picked mine up because i want to read a quote when we're done and then yeah, <laughs> but that's almost everything you could ever want to know is accessible through that. If you are not an informed person and you don't know about current events and you don't know about this stuff, that's because you personally don't care enough 
about mm-hmm. humanity, yourself, your condition, or the world to do enough to even know, yeah. let alone change anything. So don't sit there and tell me, oh, well, I watched The View today. I watched CNN. I watched Fox well, News. Well, I watched- well, Glenn, Glenn Beck said. Yeah. Don't sit there and fucking tell me that you watched that and so you know or you have an opinion because yeah. you don't. What you have is a string and a party line, and that's all Parrot. you have. Parrot. Polly wants a cracker. Uh, you guys know the name regulation squawk. You guys know the name uh, um, Auburn Herbert. Nope, never heard of it. All right, nope. um, he has a, 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 a series of essays, a series of essays called "Right and Wrong of Compuls- Right and the Right and Wrong of Compulsion by the State." Um, this guy is the one that 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 coined the phrase uh, "voluntarism." Oh no, shit. Um, quote, even if you believed you could make men wise and good by depriving them of liberty of action, you have no right to do so. Who has given you a commission to decide what your brother man shall do or what he shall not do? Who has given you charge of his life and his facilities and his happiness as well as your own? Perhaps you think yourself wiser and better fitted to judge to wiser and better fitted to judge than he is, but so do all, but so do all those of old days, kings, emperors, and head of dominant churches who possessed power and never sculpted never sculpted to compress and shape their fellow man as they themselves thought best, but by means of that power. You cannot, or you can see as you read the story of the past and even as you look on the world as the present, what a mess the holders of power have made of it, whether they undertook to judge for others, whether they undertook to guide and control the lives and facilities of others, and why should you think you are going to succeed where they failed? Mm. Yes. I'll drop I'll drop the link to that one in our in our chat so you go check yeah, it out. Yeah, please Dan. do. But, uh, yeah, I, I... Oh. And it's and that's exactly it. Even if, even if you thought you could actually make people suddenly, you know, have morality through the threat of force, what makes you think you should? Yep, <laughs> get to. And that was a uh, right and wrong compulsion by the state. Um, was actually written eighteen eighty five. Wow. So that's right there. Yeah. Twenty yeah. years after the American Civil War. Uh, 20, 29, mm-hmm. 29 years before America enters World War One. Yes. No. Oh, um. But uh, um, <clears throat> essay four, which is the right and wrong and compulsion by the state, is really good. And then essay, I want to say it's essay nine, a plea for voluntarism. Essay ten. Uh, the principles of voluntarism and a free life. And I mean, right. he wasn't talking about anarchy. He was talking about voluntary interaction. That was, Volun- yeah. Even, even voluntary government. Like he, he refers to a voluntarily funded government, which. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's not talking about like a lot of people rail against anarchism and in, in anarcho capitalism. And he, he wasn't talking about it. He was talking about just voluntary that, Human interaction should be voluntary. If that human interaction results in some sort of voluntary governing body, that's cool. That's fine. But it, it's about 
voluntary interaction that you are consenting continuously and can withdraw said consent at any time. Yeah. Uh, We, uh, we show you the better way. We ask you renounce this old, weary, hopeless way of force ever tear stain and blood stain, which has gone on so long under emperors and autocrats and governing classes and still goes on today amongst those who, while they condemn emperors and, and autocrats, continue to walk in their footsteps and understand and love liberty very little more than those old rulers who had an old world. We bid you to ask yourselves, what is all our boasted civilization and gain in, if, in knowledge worth to us if we are still like those who are not attained uh, – like those who had not attained to our civilization knowledge to hunger for power, still to cling to the ways of strife and bitterness and hatred, still to oppress each other, uh, just as the days of old rulers. Like the guy's really good and he doesn't get nearly the credit he deserves. Yeah, right. He he sounds largely like, sounds like good stuff, man. So all right. I think that we're sitting. I'm sitting in the chair for like three hours now. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting tired as hell, man. So, yeah, we've right. been, we've been going for. Uh, this is one of our longest episodes, I think. Actually, uh, let's see. About about yeah, just over two and a half hours. Right at two and a half hours. So. Yeah, I guess on that note. <sighs> yeah, love you guys. Peace. Yeah, love you. Appreciate it. Guys.